0: Wednesday at 9. It gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde.
3: Mine I in a robe? Yes.
0: Well, I'm having I, a
3: sticks uh, moment today.
0: I gather there's a reason for that. And I have had a... Uh, uh, Fantastic story teased. So we'll get right to that before I forget. Uh, Reminder, next week is the last call-in show of the year. So we will uh, have our call-in stream on the 21st. We'll be off the week between Christmas and New Year's on the 28th. And the call-in show will return after that on January 4th. So uh, just, uh, well, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year during the off week. But we will be back next week uh, as well. Okay. Okay. Uh, you tease that there's a, a reason for the robe and some sort of hilarious story behind this.
3: Is it hilarious? I don't know. I, I can never you go back so. to this hospital. I don't. Know. It's pretty funny. Um, the robe. There's no excuse for this. This is just laziness and my hair is. Wet. Oh, I thought it
0: was a result of this medical episode or whatever it was. No,
3: no. I just, I just felt like having a sticks moment and wearing a robe. I feel fine. Um, so I had an unspecified medical procedure this morning where I had to take a drug called propofol. It is a A gaseous anesthetic. They seriously give it to you and they're like count back from three. And then you wake up in the recovery room. That fast. It was it was crazy. But I woke up and for like 10 minutes, I was like, it was like being really drunk, but not not slurry. But I still like I could feel myself, I had no impulse control. Like and so I woke up, and the first thing I said, because I'm always worried about it, to oh, the no. nurse in the recovery room with other patients, I'm like, did I say anything racist? <laughs> and the nurse was like, what? No. And I was like, well, the reason I'm asking is that when I had my wisdom teeth pulled, my dentist was Jewish, and my mom, right before I got knocked out, was like, don't say anything about the Jews. And then I got knocked out. This, and then I and what? Then I woke up. How this old were you? Happened, what? I don't know, fifth, 15 or something like that.
4: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
3: uh, I wouldn't have. But, you know, it was in my mind then. It's like telling somebody not to think about something, you know, and then you just immediately I was like, why would you do that? And then uh, I woke up and like they looked like something had happened, you know, like I had said some. they didn't say anything to me. Okay. So anyways, so I was telling this nurse that story. And then I immediately forgot that I told that story. And then I just started at zero. And I told that exact same story again.
0: You told that story to them.
3: I told that story to the nurse today after I asked her if I had said anything racist twice in a recovery room. Oh, thank God, because
0: once <laughs> I did that, that's what you're saying? And you No,
3: because once I had this problem where I thought I said something anti-Semitic during... Uh, right, but you told her during,
0: the story that you just told me is what you're saying.
3: Yes, yeah. And then I forgot that I had told it because I was on profile and I immediately started telling it again. She's like, <laughs> you just said this. <laughs> you just said
0: this. Well, I... Uh, I'm sure they've heard a variety of stories uh, under the influence of various anesthetics.
3: And then she's walking me out. I'm like wobbling around. She goes, don't worry. I know you're not racist. And I was like, do you?
0: OK, well, uh, great story indeed. Great I, story. I, I can't go back there. That's so
3: embarrassing. <laughs> but I'm sure that people on anesthesia do stuff all the time. you seen that video of that girl after she gets her wisdom teeth removed.
0: Yeah, I've seen many. There's a lot of good ones.
3: There were a bunch of people. In I r- thought you were going to say you like
0: pooped your pants or something. I did not expect it to well, go this direction.
3: <laughs> no. I was just so worried about saying something racist because it's conscious sedation. You're not you're not under total general anesthetic where you can't do or say anything. You just don't remember the procedure. You're, you're awake.
0: And you don't remember 30 seconds ago.
3: Yeah. For the first like 10 minutes after you wake up. Yeah.
0: Hmm.
3: I had a bottle of water in my purse. I don't even know how it got there
0: all right is that all
3: that's all pal hitler baby all right i thought it was embarrassing you don't seem you seem nonplussed was it not that is it not that bad because that makes me feel better
0: i what it's it's yeah yeah, that's surprising that's not the direction i thought it was going to go
3: do you think that i would get online and tell my entire audience that i shit myself is that really a direction you thought this was
0: i i don't know i was just i was told there was some crazy story But you're telling me that you didn't actually say anything. You just told them that you once said something.
3: Yeah, but I about Jewish people. Yeah, but you didn't say
0: what you said.
3: I I don't know what I said. I just woke up and they were looking all pissed off at me. They never told me. But I did say the Jews. And then when I woke up, the first thing I said was, "Did I say anything racist?" You know what this
0: sounds like to me.
3: Great story, compelling and rich.
0: No, it sounds like the hoax hate crime of the week. So it sounds like to me.
4: Uh,
0: well, all right.
3: I, for your sake, for the value of the story, I wish I had said something worse. But that makes me feel better because all day I've been like, oh, I'm so embarrassed.
0: All right. Uh, mm. I guess uh, I don't really know what to say to that. You've left me speechless. I guess you'll just have to go back and see uh, if anyone remembers. Although you're nope. saying you won't. But how many healthcare choices are there in Coeur d'Alene?
3: uh not many and none great
0: all right well move it is you've been talking about that already yeah Uh, the only other thing i wanted to mention before we get into the calls official cause of death on grant wall has been released post heart exploded
3: as i predicted his
0: heart literally blew up (laughs) aortic aneurysm so isn't
3: that what i said on the show
0: i don't remember but now nobody's apologizing for blaming the the Qataris as far yeah. as I've seen um and uh and, and everybody well it's not that this never happens I can't obviously things like that have happened in the past but similarly any mention of the shot is being scoffed at is being ridiculed how dare you uh okay well, we're just why gonna- do they
3: want it to be
4: Muslims?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's weird. They they shouldn't want. I, I guess in the hierarchy of priorities, uh, Pfizer ranks above Muslims. It must.
3: Yeah. I assume. And then I didn't know this thing about Grant Wall's wife either being on the Biden COVID administrative yeah. board or something.
0: I knew Scott that. She, I mean, I knew she was an epidemiologist. I knew that she had the that's Ukraine That's probably emoji. why.
3: It has to be. But it I didn't know she
0: was Muslims. so well connected to CNN and the White House and that's an interesting fact as well.
3: This is so outrageous. Do you remember how the left acted when people were talking about Muslims and the grooming gangs in Europe and in Birmingham and they said it was all crazy conspiracy theory, but like they think that maybe one guy gets killed by the Qatari government and suddenly it's like they have to deal with it with Muslims. This is what is making you deal with Muslims? Are you are you people serious?
0: I suppose. Well, they we didn't will, do uh... nothing. <laughs> There's got to be a Muslim variant of that phrase. I don't know. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but uh, we will take your calls as usual tonight. You guys know the rules, but uh, if you are new to the show and you need instructions for how to participate, they are in the description uh, of wherever you may be watching the video stream. Of course, we will get to your emails at the end of the show. If you'd like to send an email question for the show, contact page of the website is where you do that. Mattchristensenmedia.com slash contact. Look for the call in show question form and we'll take your chats every half hour as well but since i've wasted too much time talking let's get right to the calls and delay no further Joshy boy's up first Joshy boy are you there
5: hi uh me and dangerous faces were just complaining oh by the way he does say that he had to skip quite a few people because they probably weren't in the waiting room hmm. so he had to go to caller number nine who is i think third
0: all right. Well, as a friendly reminder, if you are in the call queue, make sure you hang out in one of the uh, waiting rooms so that our screener is able to grab you.
5: Yeah. Well, how are you guys doing tonight? I don't have a particular topic.
0: No topic. Usually, oh, you, usually the... you want to talk about video games or monarchy, right?
5: That is very true. But I've yeah. been working Wednesday nights, so I haven't really had time to prepare. This is my night off since it was going to be slow.
3: Ah. Oh, Nice.
5: However, there is one thing I might want to bring up, which is also spirituality and everything. First of all, how's the uh, Bible study going?
0: Uh, it's going really well. I uh, there's a nice little community that's formed around it, so we've really settled in. And um, I don't every week I feel like I I gain a little bit of knowledge about scripture that is useful to me in understanding how the the Bible. It should be properly interpreted, I suppose. It's not that that we have a lot of discussions about different interpretations of the text, so it's not as though we're having one proper interpretation forced upon us or something like that. But there are different pieces of the Bible that um, or different pieces of scripture that may sound like they mean one thing, but taken in proper context, they mean
4: Something, Something totally a, different, a
0: little yeah. different. So, the scriptural the the gain in scriptural knowledge has been beneficial. I don't necessarily feel like I've had uh, any kind of spiritual awakening or yeah, sort of the the connecting the moral dots of the universe that got me into it. But that's not to say that I don't see value in it. And I we're we're mm-hmm. getting we should be done with John's Gospel sometime in the spring. Uh, and Thank I ex- and I expect that we'll continue doing it so long as um, uh, Robert, who is doing the lesson, would like to continue doing it. Uh, so I'm going to okay. I'm going to carry on. I find value in it.
5: Um, If I could make a recommendation, because sure. it's something that I've been personally studying myself. Have you guys ever mentioned the books of wisdom? No. This will be in the Old Testament, which consists of Proverbs, Ecclesiastes and Job. Mm hmm and they all give their perspective of what the good life is. So I, I watch a lot of extra stuff that kind of goes further into the explanations rather than just studying the Bible itself. So I would encourage you to look at other sources that talk about scripture, kind of explain it and things like that. So one in particular if, that I use is the Bible Project. Uh, they have a YouTube channel and they also have a podcast. So they go in the podcast they go into more depth youtube channel they kind of just like give these little presentations but if you could suggest that for uh what's the guy's name again
0: uh robert runs the bible study
5: robert, robert. so if you could suggest that if you guys are going to continue uh the books of wisdom is something that i would look into however i will say that you do have to read all three in order to gain the full context all right. So um, have, and
0: you actually, and, and just so people are aware, if you want to interact with Robert, you can do that through the Bible study page of the website as well. So you, oh, you, you right. can you you can talk to him directly if you would like to.
5: Yeah. All right. And one final thing, because I was going to give a full, ex- at least a brief summary, what each of those books talk about. So you have Proverbs, which kind of you know what a proverb is, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure
5: um so the way they framed it is that think of each book as a person right yeah proverbs who is like this brilliant teacher ecclesiastes who is this middle-aged critical uh cynical man and then you have job who's the old man who's been through a lot in his day right and each one kind of gives their perspective of what the good life is supposed to be mm-hmm. so proverbs is more of this positive if you although the fear of the Lord and everything, and if you do these things, then you will have the good life. And to some extent, it is true. You kind of see it uh, in some people's lives. However, Ecclesiastes was say that that's, you know, like, that's not always how it works. Sometimes you can do everything by the book and still get screwed over, right? Because we see that happen. Good Good things happen to bad people. Bad things happen to good people, right? So he says that It doesn't always work that way. And here's a bunch of thought experiments that I can point out how absurd that is. And then Job kind of ties it all together with a story, right? So I would recommend that because it's real interesting. I will say that prepare yourself for Ecclesiastes because it can get really depressing really fast.
0: All right. Well, we we will take that into consideration. I got to wrap up here. But if you do have a closing thought, go for it.
5: But it it had Ecclesiastes has helped shaped my outlook on life a lot. Maybe to a more pessimistic degree, but I'm still optimistic. But I promise next time I'm around, I'll have a topic in mind. All right.
0: Well, thanks for calling. Merry Christmas.
5: All right. Merry Christmas, to y'all.
0: Initial D is up next. Initial D, are you there? I am. What's on your mind?
6: So I'm having a bit of a, a parlay here, I guess, <clears throat> ideologies. What
3: so you broke up?
6: Like a bit of a discourse between two different ideologies here. Oh, okay. And so I guess it's kind of just basically blonde versus Matt, pretty much. Like the <laughs> leave me alone, you know, libertarian versus the we know there are people out there who will not leave you alone, so you gotta do something about it. And I've always been more on that, you know, that libertarian side and natural rights. You give me alone, loan. I'll have you alone. We're all good. But man, I find it harder and harder to hold that same view nowadays. I'm, I'm being more and more persuaded by blonde here. But so here's here's my schism, though. Like, how, how can blonde be right when <laughs> it's impossible to have a correct political opinion as a woman?
0: That's a great paradox. <laughs> that is right? a great
3: question. We were just talking about that. Like... Do women actually have agency, and if the answer is no, I think we can all agree the answer is no, and like nobody should really be listening to me
6: <laughs> I guess yeah. more so like in all serious is like uh, now, where we're at now, seeing all what's going on recently, the elections all that bullshit, like can we live like be left alone? Is it possible, or like uh, I don't know what's the solution?
3: well, uh in a more functional society, we'd be allowed to secede
4: right. Yeah. <clears throat>
3: A well, national th- divorce is the only non violent solution at but this that, point, And it, we're uh, not going to be allowed to do that.
0: And that's all seceding is is militant, leave me alone. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. So so that's, that's yeah.
6: I know that you, you hate Tim Pool and all, but he made a, a good point one time. Um, I don't hate Tim
0: Pool for the record.
6: No, I think it's Blonde that does. Let, right? let I don't me don't simp hate Tim for Pool. Tim for a what second. Is, I know uh, everyone will love it. Setter, whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah, But he said, like, just secede. What are they going to do? Like, their only option is to bring federal troops in and force you to stop, which isn't a good look. So, like, yeah what are it's you going to do? I mean,
3: of? yeah, we've tried this before. Uh,
0: yeah, it was tried, and they did do stuff. But it also requires uh organization and an agreement which, among...
3: Yeah, and we're not allowed to organize. The feds yeah. are up our
6: heels. true.
0: It's very difficult every, to do.
4: Yeah.
6: So we're just fucked. That's, that's the solution.
0: Um, uh, well, I... I I'm sure we probably agree, or you tell me if you disagree, but I I definitely think that this fight is coming at some point. I think whether we make some sort of political statement about it or not, that it is coming given the nature of these people and the inability or refusal to leave others alone, to live life how they see fit. So I suppose it's just a question of, do you want to get out ahead of that and make some sort of formal declaration like we did at the foundation of this country, or do you want to just sit back and carry on with your your family life and all the things that are important to you and hope they have a change of heart those are I think the two the two choices yeah and and I don't want not that anybody else does but of course I don't want conflict involving violence or force uh, I just don't know of a way to it's how do you get these people to stop, other than trying to persuade them until they come for you? And yeah,
6: it, it's inevitable. I feel yeah,
0: like. we're somewhere just, along that trajectory.
6: Well, I feel like history is just—it's pretty much just a pattern of power getting more and more centralized, and then some kind of revolt, revolution, rinse yeah. and repeat,
0: pretty much. So, like,
6: <laughs> name me—like, yeah. name me a time that hasn't happened. You know, like, so I don't know. But all right, thanks, guys. Appreciate y'all's time.
0: Thanks yeah, for calling. Merry Christmas.
6: Merry Christmas. You know?
3: Bye bye.
0: The N word, the short version, anyway. Uh, you're up if you're ready.
7: The N word. You know what the N word is?
4: Hello.
8: Oh, hello.
0: Hi. What's on your mind?
8: Hey, one second, and just turn up the volume. Hello. Yeah, can you hear yep. us? Oh, okay. You, you guys are a bit quiet for me, but I guess it's okay. just... I'll just turn it up there. Well, as okay. long
0: as you can hear us, yeah, go ahead.
8: Um. Hey, 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 I just. Warranty call and kind of ask a a few questions about the show. You know, I know it was kind of preeminent calling Blonde's potential death a couple weeks ago.
0: (laughs) I guess I was misinformed. (laughs) Although, maybe I wasn't too far off. It sounds like the hospital staff nearly murdered her, so.
8: (laughs) Well, glad to see that Blonde's doing better here. But, so on the note about the questions about the things, it's like, what would be the like obviously not now but plans for retirement or takeover show because like you look at like other shows like maybe slightly offensive and how they kind of got bought out and i know you guys don't want to get bought out but even like daily wire which basically started with like ben shapiro and then they started doing like a bunch of offshoots it was with like andrew clavin matt walsh but then they but then andrew clavin like semi-retired like where would you like to kind of see? the business grow or if one of you guys had to like step back or retire or whatever what do you think
4: I mean
3: I think if either of us left the show the show would be toast we would have to do something new probably yeah
0: I mean I'm I'm going to continue Mm -hmm. until it is until I can't basically until someone shuts me down by force or until financial realities force me to do something else but we're not I I don't want to imply that that's the state right now we're, we're good. Um, I'm just saying if I was ever in a situation where I had to choose about how to provide for my family, of course, that would be a circumstance that would get me to, to move on to something better suited, but that's, that's not the situation presently. No, um, it's well, there, there are a couple things about like visions for the future. Um, number one, I think there's some foolishness in it, in planning too far ahead. It, 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 your your vision of where you're going to be in five years or 10 years will be upended by factors outside of your control. That's
3: true. But we had an so, overarching plan uh, like in the event that a larger company wants to take us to the next level, level or grow the show. We've always decided that I don't want to speak for Matt, but, but we're not going to do that yeah. because uh, you get the you offer get would have out. to be hilarious. It would have to be just so well, like, I mean, yeah,
0: it's not going to because
3: happen. you lose uh, creative control.
0: Yeah, Over but like, show. would you
8: yeah. ever kind of like make your own version of like Daily Wire or like the the Lotus podcast? Yes, you know,
0: um, so, maybe like they uh, no, number kind one of also
8: made their own kind of offshoots as well.
0: Number one, it uh, it t- t- takes a lot of money, so there's that there's that boundary or that uh, barrier rather. Um, but the other thing is, I have zero desire to manage people. I don't want yeah. to manage people at <laughs> all. I want to. The stuff I make, I most I want to do myself as much as possible, just because I I take pride in that. But I also I don't want to sit around and give people direction and review their work and have them do task X, Y, and Z. Um, I just I want nothing to do with that. So it's not that that would never happen. It's just I would if you wanted to build an empire like that, it would take a ton of money, and then I would have to hire someone to do that management. And then the other difficult thing is like, okay, are, are people going to be, I suppose you just reception. invent, yeah. you, you invent like a whole new brand because I don't necessarily want, I don't want people operating under my name necessarily. If, if, uh, if they're way off the wall or like totally outside of the yeah. way that I think about things or view things, it's not that I, that you can't have different perspectives. It's just the way I operate right now. Like it's all under my name. And if, yeah. you know what i'm saying on, like you you'd have to have a new right daily why you'd have to have a new name yeah. like that
4: yeah
8: on that point right there or have you ever thought about like separating or um i guess like making like a duplicate channel with like just your argument videos because like sometimes and you know i like share that but i don't think they're ready for like the call-in show and like that <laughs> will pop up in the news feed right. Well, now that's why the Colin Show <laughs> is like its own,
0: you know, it's its own <laughs> or like thing. Or so like but, not even
8: the Colin Show, like the Sunday Show, who's like, like because in well, the, the in your argument videos, you know, you're pretty well mannered, and then there's the spice piece of the Sunday Show, which well, I obviously uh, enjoy, but
0: some people, yeah, yeah but, but people need to, in to get introduced
3: to that. That's the thing. He's the bridge, <laughs>
0: the bridge. <laughs> and people are, you know, if. People are free to consume the material they want to or not. If they come to my channel and they like one thing and not the other, well, I mean, does that and erase? To watch the show, yeah. yeah, does that erase what the other thing is or invalidate the other thing? I don't really think so. But the other, the other, the, the real wild card factor here is the difficulty of starting new things or starting independent media projects in the current internet environment that we have right now. It's not impossible, but given how Strongly, the deck is stacked against people making this kind of content by the Susans of the world. Uh, just taking something that works and flipping it around, messing with it. it. At some level, I think you start fixing things that aren't broken. And for me, I just want to sit down and make the stuff that I enjoy making, yeah. which is doing my couple videos a week, doing this show. The more complications you insert into that formula the more i get distracted from what it is that i actually want to do which is which is those core products so it's not i i have no idea what i'll be doing like what version of this i'll be doing in five to ten years i hope i'm still doing this general thing but i we we, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago it's like, I don't sit around and necessarily think about like, oh, I want to have, I want to do this exact thing by that time. Like if I can't enjoy what I have now, which was the goal the entire time to be able to talk about what's going on in the world and somehow make a living off of it. If I can't step back and just enjoy that for what it is without trying mm-hmm. to tinker with it all the time, it's like, why did I start doing it in the first place? So and then, Ryan, yeah, go come, ahead.
8: Talking about like the Susans of the world there, mm-hmm. er, um, I know you guys are on Spotify. a hey, how does the whole video for Spotify work? Would Couldn't you tell you. I have no idea that, actually. Or, okay. so maybe it's like you gotta you know basically just gotta be
0: Joe Rogan. Thing, I, I think guess. you <laughs> have to be one of their people. Can anybody just post a video podcast on Spotify? That I don't know. Oh, okay. but anybody yeah. can get a, well, assuming they approve you, which in our case they did anybody can get an audio feed podcast on there yeah yeah but
8: and uh i guess my last question i guess for this time aim and then i'll uh i'll jet off there is how much vetting do you do for like your sponsorships If um your sponsorship seemed decent but i know there was the whole scandal with the whole chemical um knives and the land titles which you see on like other channels both daily wire i didn't
0: even hear about that but i'll take your word for it i I, yeah i haven't heard of that
8: oh basically the chemical knives where they're like these are like really good japanese knives they Uh basically all come out of china Uh, and land titles is basically like, like if you're buying um a star you know, it'd be like, that oh, story okay. is now me, mine. It's like, well, it doesn't actually mean anything. Nobody actually really recognizes it. And yeah. it's even kind of dubious if if you're actually buying a square centimeter yeah. plan or a square inch.
0: Well, plan or direct is. advertising is uh, like a, a, a distantly secondary piece of my and our model. So um, I, I originally I didn't even want to do it at all. But because there are, are businesses in the audience who could benefit from a little bit of mention and if it helps the audience and it helps the show and it helps them, I started doing it a few years ago and uh, I, think that, I think it's a good thing, frankly. I think everybody benefits and I've always tried to keep it to a minimum of just like a minute spot per stream, obviously. But to answer your question of how I vet them, well, on any given day, I would say there's probably... Like half the emails that hit my inbox are some canned nonsense about like Yes, will you please yes, advertise like this,
3: Chinese people? Yeah.
0: Yeah, this <laughs> shitty game or you know, whatever. And I ignore yeah, exactly. all of those. But the ones that are I mean, I can tell from the email if it's like a real person who listens well, to the Well, because they just
3: drop your your name in a
4: form.
0: Yeah. First, first so, and last. You know. So when it's a real person with a you know a legitimate small business who listens to the show and they're interested. um, I can't, because I, I try to keep it limited. I can't, I can't offer advertising spots to everybody. Um, So I, 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 I'm a little bit picky about that, but when I can, when I consider an option, um, I vetted enough to, to actually see the product, handle the product, know that it's something that uh, I think is a quality product and that I use or would use. And then we go on from there. So uh, I guess the vetting is I talk to them by email and I make sure that the product is real and it's not some <laughs> fake nonsense, but yeah, that, that's, that's really point. the like, process. I, I,
8: I do enjoy that. It's, you know, by listeners for listeners or whatever you usually say there yeah. or versus rage, shadow legends. <laughs> yeah. <right>? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's, there's opportunity and, Sometimes I've been surprised because the the offers that people have in terms of what they'll pay for advertising. Sometimes I'm surprised because it's actually larger than I would expect. Um, but I, yeah. but not. It's like I'm. What's the cost of just having a stupid? What's the trade off of advertising well, you're, you're raid shadow no legends? Yeah,
8: You're saying at no point you were approached by FTX for their crypto. <laughs> I, I was
0: not. And, and I was not. Getting a sponsorship <laughs>
8: deal, maybe changing the sh- show name. <laughs>
0: well, Sam Bankman Freed wants to buy out the show, although it sounds like he doesn't have a lot of money left. At least that's what he wants us to believe.
3: He's squirreled oh. away $300 million. They're looking for it right now.
0: Yeah. When are they going to get his girlfriend? Isn't she in trouble too?
3: I saw her out to lunch in the meatpacking district today.
0: The meatpacking district?
3: Oh, Yeah. Seriously uh, though, she was out. She's
0: and- uh, she's packing other meat now. You saw. <laughs> uh, anyway, what yeah, do watchful. you mean? You saw her, you saw her where? What? What are you talking
3: no, no, about? No, no, I like saw her online, like having like an, a lovely New York lunch.
0: Oh, okay. I thought maybe she tried to hide out in North Idaho, which is the spot. Oh, I thought she was. No
8: way. To her list of husbands.
3: Yeah. I I don't think she has any eligible <laughs> bachelors that are lining up to. Ugh, Did you see
0: it. that uh, Sam Bankman Fried mm-hmm. tried to get out on bail in the Bahamas? Part of the basis was that he eats vegan, and there was some dietary conflict. I forgot. Yeah, he
3: also said the jail is horrible, which I uh, think is probably true. This I forgot hilarious. that he
0: eats vegan. It's like you look like the least healthy, least fit guy I've ever seen. Yeah, I, he's got to be. He's got to be like the Oreos and Mountain Dew kind of vegan.
8: Well, even in the Lots video soy. where he's hmm. like, oh, I eat vegan and here's my refrigerator. There were eggs. In there, yeah.
0: So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks for calling All in, right. man. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah. have a great night and Merry Christmas.
8: No problem. Have a Merry Christmas to the both of you and your families you and your children. And later.
0: Thanks. I'm going to. OK, we are due for a break here.
3: He's going to weasel his way out of this somehow, though.
0: They're already saying they're going to fight the extradition. So I I don't know. I I, I'll believe it when I see it. As far as accountability and justice.
3: People are Uh, pissed. This might be an Epstein situation that they're going to have to kill him.
0: Well, it wouldn't surprise me that if he's found dead or something like that, either because he drugged himself or actually killed himself or because there's some powerful interest in play that wants to create the perception that he died. Maybe his own powerful interest. I don't know. You know,
3: Vegan foods are highly estrogenic. You heard his voice, right? And they saw his floppy little man.
0: Panties. Yeah, he, he. Yeah, he has. He has really nice man teas. That's for sure. He does. Yeah. They
3: bounce around in that little video <laughs> when he's talking about how he's like such a benevolent investor or something. <laughs> yeah. Um. OK, Jeremiah Chittum. My second niece is on the way. Oh, congratulations.
0: Congrats to your family. That's great.
3: Bosephus Matt Blonde hear me and rejoice the great pale orc Marcus the golden one fallen in his fair maiden Julia and they're having a second child ps matt don't watch porn that's great good for wow. that uh that's at this is your guy the your golden one is
0: the uh like
3: impossibly handsome guy yeah
0: he isn't he uh scandinavian or something where does he live
3: uh denmark finland Somewhere the netherlands in right. i'm sorry um Jeff Slope, Merry Christmas and Happy Festivus. In accordance with Festivus tradition, do you two have any grievances you'd like to air? Hmm. Is that a, festi- a Festivus tradition? I thought
0: that was the day after Thanksgiving, wasn't it?
3: Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Let me think about this.
0: What Does grievances? Mean-
3: uh, uh, okay, the way he spelled a grievances is really weird. It's making me think that I uh, don't know what this means. Hold well, on. Do if, I'm gonna take the next one. I'm gonna sure. Look into this uh,
0: it, it, my internet grievances are primarily against uh, Susan Wiki Wiki and the people who run Google and all of them. So if they could just stop, festivist stop what they're doing, that'd be great. Grievances. Hand over the company to somebody else. Um, Canadian egg. Uh, Grant Wall huh. died of a heart attack of peace. Yeah, something yeah, like really. that. I saw a great meme too of, a, of somebody collapsing and saying, "Help! I'm having a coincidence." And Grant Wall. <laughs> Died of a coincidence, for sure.
3: Oh, uh, that's funny. Um, any grievances? Okay, na- name a few more, or do a few more, so I can I can think about those.
0: Well, it's hard for me to say because anything in my personal life obviously is probably inappropriate for the <clears> show, <throat> but also people wouldn't necessarily be able to relate to. Uh, so it'd have to be in relation to the internet or what's going. And it's all it's all the overlords of the internet, the obvious stuff. Oh, the people who are- I have
3: a marital grievance, all air. <laughs> okay, my husband. He always acts like he doesn't hear me, and then he'll repeat back something to me like I said it, but that makes no sense. Hmm. It's so frustrating. That's so not a like, that's
0: not a gag. We actually don't hear you. They, no, it, it's, it's a
3: gag. It's no. it's maddening.
0: It might I'll be not like, be. Did you sometimes do the my leaves? wife says stuff and I just don't even. It's like our brain tunes out that frequency.
3: What is wrong with you guys? No, what it's a
0: it's you? a evolutionary feature it it, it's like nature knows that half of the stuff you're saying is nonsense so we don't have to listen to it
3: that's insane (laughs) okay so i'll be like did you do the leaves or something like that and he'll be like our house is full of bees and it
0: oh you're you're describing so he hears he hears the sound he just doesn't process it correctly
3: no he knows what i'm saying
0: but so he's just playing a joke on you
3: yeah, but he's doing it's like a masterful way to wear me down so I stop asking him to do stuff.
0: Oh. I mean, I, I have similar gags with my wife. Not not that, but just intentional things to annoy her, because when women get annoyed, it's hilarious.
3: Is that just it, it just it just makes me want to slit his throat?
0: Yeah, but it's that's funny. It's just dad humor. Ugh. But also we we uh we the female frequency thing is real. We don't We don't hear you half the time.
3: Oh, my other grievance. I had to wear a mask like all of today. What is this? Oh, still
0: at the. Was this a hospital or what kind of facility?
3: Yeah. Hmm.
0: We haven't gone in Mm -hmm. for a a little bit. Uh, We did our pediatrician shopping and then we found we got away from the the facility with the trans propaganda in the lobby, but then we went to a new place and. We had like one or two questions about vaccines and the lady said they don't cause autism, you know. It's like, okay. Uh, didn't say they well, did. Uh,
4: yeah. So
0: we just, uh, we haven't, uh, I think we're due for another visit. But at this point with the pediatrician stuff, it's like, okay, my son is 15 months old. He He's well beyond being a newborn or something where he might have some sort of serious condition. He's walking around fine. He's babbling yeah. fine. I don't need to have some pediatrician you know like handle him for all of two minutes and take a little light and look at his eyes and look at his ears and then say he's fine now also he needs 17 shots i'm just kind of over that
3: i know i know we're gonna have to do things differently with our next kids god willing (sighs) um i think that's it
0: uh let's see i'll i'll read couple more here. Ark says, "Can't we agree that at this point, uh, anyone who doesn't use the term transgender child, uh, or anyone who, wait, wait, wait. Can, can't we all agree at this point anyone who doesn't use the term transgender child deserves the Negan punishment? That phrase causes a viscerally repulsive reaction in me at this point." I think point.
3: he means does use the Yeah,
0: term. I'm confused by all the negatives here, but you're saying don't say that term transgender child or you deserve the uh, you deserve Lucille to the face, Glenn style. Yeah. Sorry to spoil yeah. any Walking Dead. For if it, you're
3: spoiled by Walking Dead at this point.
0: That's back when the show was maybe good is too strong of a word, but I I, I did watch it back then.
3: Did you watch The Sopranos?
0: No, my parents liked it, though.
3: It is so good. I just yeah. watched it. You can use my HBO account if you watch it.
0: Mike David Smoke Show says, "Have you guys uh, tried or considered trying a video format for your uh, call in? Is that even a thing? It's it's possible, but of course, what what happens if people have a video signal uh, and we're live? What oh, yeah, sort of, just
3: going to be meat spin? all What time. sort of
0: risks uh, do you create? Uh, unfortunately." Uh, All it takes is one instance of that risk being realized before my entire channel is punished and (laughs) it's a problem. So unless I wanted to record the program ahead of time or something, you can't, you can't do it live just because anybody could come in and get it banned uh, on a, on a moment's notice. (laughs) All right. Thank you for the chats guys. Appreciate it. And we'll come back to your chats at the top of the hour. Um,
3: I'll have to just circle back with you.
0: Biggest Dickus. <laughs> Straight out of life of Brian. Mr. Dickus, are you there? I got nothing to you. Mm-mm. Okay. We will see if we can figure out those tech problems, Mr. Dickus. Let's try wicked masshole. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Masshole, are you there?
9: Yeah, I'm here. Uh, What's in your mind? Well, uh, I just uh I just know how much you enjoy being told how you run run your show, so I I suggest an idea. (laughs) Okay, go for it. And uh, my idea is essentially that you could have, uh, you know, viewers uh, submit some uh, short or videos to uh, that would function as ads, and you could just play them as a segment. Presumably, they'd be funny, you know, get Mm. the the community. That's a big presumption,
4: though.
9: I mean, I suppose you can obviously bet them. Yeah, but. Because sometimes uh, someone, some viewer will do something funny, and you post it as a segment, and uh, that's always good for a laugh. And you could just uh, have people put, like, oh, this is an advertisement for the uh, the podcast, for the channel. And then you could uh, have some sort of, uh, you know, link on the website where you just say, oh, hey, here's a, and you could donate to have that particular ad played and see uh, which ones do well, which ones people uh, like. You know, just a. Uh,
2: Boo. You know, yeah. Boo. Uh,
0: I, I I appreciate the creative thought.
3: No, you um, don't.
0: Well, the, the trouble with farming out content creation like that is, is it reliable? Is it consistent? And the other trouble is. And I know what you're talking about, it's a very brief segment here. We're not talking about fundamentally restructuring, restructuring everything, but why are people tuning in or why are people listening? If you start outsourcing content to other people. If you do it too much, at least you're, you're sort of defeating yeah. the reason That's why true. people are tuning in, but that, yeah, yeah, obviously we're doing this call in show with audience participation. So I don't mean to dismiss the idea entirely. It's just, um, if you want to make a recurring segment, you got to know that it's able to be reproduced. Mm-hmm. And if you're counting on other people to make material, um, um, that's I
9: definitely wouldn't want to make it a regular thing if you're going to have irregular yeah. content to work with.
0: But it's not—it's not outside. Like one way I could see implementing that, if I ran a show that had like built-in breaks into it, if I wanted to be really structured and say like we break at this time for five minutes, ten minutes, as though it's like a, a strictly structured radio show or something. Sometimes little break bits can be fun like that. And well, I've thought about that, but I, I don't know that I want to be that rigid either, where it's like we we have a hard break here and this content has to play at this time, you know?
9: Yeah. I guess I guess the idea, just like someone wants to, you know, put out a, you know, contribute to whichever one they see, think is best and they can say, oh, I'm going to donate to see this this one played like on uh, 100 ads or something. I don't know what YouTube ads cost.
0: I guess I'm confused about what's the ad for or who?
9: Well, the concept is that you have an ad advertising your channel uh-huh. made by a viewer and then you advertise it to. And then like there's a donation where people take their whatever video they think is the best and they donate to have it, you know, do you. And then you run an ad campaign with the donations. and. Uh, oh, see I see. Like you run oh, a
0: YouTube ad campaign or something. Gotcha.
9: OK. Oh, what, what did you think I meant?
3: I, I thought you were talking about like, splicing in like viewer created ads into oh, our show. Yeah, no, no, in the show. Oh, yeah. I
0: thought you meant in the show.
9: That would be kind of unusual. No, I
0: not see not what you're saying. All. Um, Well, like the. Okay. So you're saying people would probably take. Yeah. Okay. I totally misunderstood what you were saying. Now I think, yeah. uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You're saying take my content or our content as it exists. Someone makes a promotional for the, the channel or this show yeah. based on that people vote on which one is the best one. And we try to create some sort of ad campaign based on that.
9: Well, I mean, the idea would be like they vote with their donations and they donate to whichever ad they want to uh, play. Because from what I understand, if you want to do an ad campaign, you just take the video and say, and tell YouTube, okay, play this video to whatever demographic is this demographic or just play this video in general. And then they just put out the video.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the only OK that I, I see where you're coming from. Then the question is, how much how much more do I want to pay Susan Wiki Wiki? And when I say more, I mean yeah, the uh, fees that that she inserts a, yeah, between exactly. all of us. And but if I if I'm going to take a uh, hardcore stance against ever doing business with people that I don't like or that I that bother me, obviously, I shouldn't even be streaming to YouTube at this point if I want to be. <laughs> if I want to be that rigid about it, and I'm not saying it's unreasonable to be, but what I'm, what I'm saying is there are compromises that are made in the interest of having the show where people want to see it. This, uh,
9: there's discovery. There's what discovery, you know, because people on YouTube are just clicking around and then they see your video. So, well, that
0: there used to be a, such a thing (laughs) and there, there is still some, but yeah, if you like the, that's, the reason for the 242 club, you know, that that you're there exists a, a a banished segment of channels that Susan exempts from good boy channels. And you can see it quite clearly in my channel analytics. It's like they flipped a switch one day and the upward yeah. trajectory plateaued. And it's not as yeah. though obviously there could be organic factors for that too. I'm not saying, oh obviously I'm entitled to a yeah exponentially growing channel that rockets to the moon no i mean i'm proud of the material i make and i understand that it might not be for everybody there's probably a ceiling to its appeal that's fine i'm just saying that it doesn't go from clear and sustained upward trajectory to perfectly flat plateau Mm -hmm. for like a year or more that just doesn't make any sense and if people are and if people are bored and they don't like the content that's also fine but then how does it sustain you know, it's like exactly. if people don't like it anymore, how is there a sustained audience for it? It's I don't know what's going on on the 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 inside of YouTube, but it's uh, very bizarre.
9: We need Elon Musk to buy it when he's <laughs> done with Twitter.
0: Well, Elon, That's- if he prosecutes Fauci and he ousts Susan, I will get back in his camp and I'll
9: yeah, yeah that'd be pretty
0: apologize great. for my criticism. All right. Did you have anything else to, uh, that you wanted to, uh, bring up?
9: No, that was all just throwing the idea out there. see what you thought of it.
0: Yeah. Thanks for, uh, thanks for the thoughts. And, uh, I apologize for not understanding immediately. I'm glad we clarified.
9: <laughs> oh, no, I think, I think misunderstandings are hilarious when all right. both people think there's a, you know, an understanding and it gets, goes off the deep end.
0: Fair so enough. <laughs> have a good night. Thank Merry you. Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas. Good night.
0: Uh, biggest dickus, Let's try again.
1: Hello? There we hey. go. Hello. What's on your mind? Uh, yeah, g'day. Um, well, I'll give you the obligatory uh, first long-time listener, first-time caller.
0: What? Well, Seriously? Uh, I swear we've... Yeah. Uh, is there another Unless Biggest you... Dickest?
1: Oh, thanks, think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am the biggest. biggest. The, yeah. <laughs> Okay, fair enough.
0: Maybe I've just seen you in the Discord server before, Um, but thanks for tuning in. Thanks for calling in.
4: Yeah,
1: sure. Um, So, are you guys interested in uh, cults?
3: Yeah, totally. Starting one, not really being in one, though.
1: Right. Well, there's this cult um, that I've been studying for a little while because I find it fascinating. This cult in this area called Byron Bay, um, and they called uh, Hermes Far Eastern Shining.
0: That's the name of the cult. Yeah, Hermes kinda- Far Eastern Shining. Correct. Okay. It's
3: kind of clunky.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Um, yeah, it was started
1: by this uh, this psychologist named Gerald Hart who decides he's going to reinvent himself as this generic returned Christ figure. Mm. <laughs> and he renames himself to Jessa Oh My Heart.
0: They have a, a store where they sell a bunch of stuff. At least that's what... Oh, yeah, Easternshining.com is full of energy yeah, they have a website. jewelry and stuff.
1: Yeah, correct.
0: Yeah. Exquisite yeah, um, wearable energies.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The big thing that they sell is what they call bubblers. Yeah. Which are like these, it, it, they're literally like glass balls full yeah. of colored water. But they reckon they've got cosmic
0: powers. That yeah. These aren't, they, uh, you don't drink these or something. You just set them there and they give you energy.
1: No, I guess, <laughs> I guess you just have them close by. I don't know.
0: Well, what is the, what's the organizing principle of the group? And I guess on what basis do you say it's a cult? What are the, what's the culty thing that they do? Uh,
1: as far as I can tell, they just grab people up or persuade people to come to their group and they don't like you leaving.
0: Do they all live um, together or is there...
1: Yeah, from what I can tell, they've got two locations. They live up in the hills of Byron Bay. Okay, which is uh, where Chris Hemsworth lives, <laughs> by the way. Oh. Because
0: um, this is a company. This... Australian company yeah. that produces alchemaic artifacts, if that's the right, right way to pronounce it.
3: So you like religious cults. Is that your jam?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Do you Based know anything the...
3: about Synanon? Negative. Okay, there's an excellent podcast called The Sunshine Place. It's about Synanon, and it's not a religious cult, but you know there there's there's a lot of religious elements to almost every cult. But uh, the story of them because they they rehabbed um, like really hardcore drug al- addicts and alcoholics, but they were different than AA. But like taking on some of the less palatable traits of AA. But that's a good cult. The, the, the things went totally insane there, like wild orgies and everything like that. It was like that um, Oregon cult. Uh, what was that guy called? Everybody wore red. Help me out, live chat. Oh,
0: is Oregon cult? Everyone wore red.
3: Yeah, the Indian cult. Oh, oh my god, this is where
0: they bought up like the entire town.
3: Yeah, I've seen yeah. this documentary twice. Yeah, somebody will tell
1: me in a minute. It
0: sounds like this cult, well, except the- um, these guys are
1: definitely not. That like, I'm pretty sure these guys are just shells.
0: The like, Gnostic science have... of Hermes Tresmegistus. Tris- yeah, that's it's what like they, this,
1: uh, Hellenistic god yeah. hybrid between the Greek god Hermes and the Egyptian god Thoth. It's like this whole thing. Um, but yeah, they, um, they also have this other town called Talgum where they've got this. Other, like, proto leader called Mobius. (laughs) And he, um, they reckon that the cult, like, runs the town.
3: Hmm. Uh, The Rajneeshis. Oh. The Rajneeshis. There's a really good documentary about that, too.
0: Yeah, I think you told me to watch that once, and I never did.
3: Um, Wild, Wild Country. That's right. Uh. Yeah, you'd really like it.
0: Uh, I'll, I'll check it out. What, uh, well, is, uh, is there anything else on your mind before we let you go?
4: Not really.
1: I mean, I can tell you more about the call if you want.
0: Well, we'll, we'll try to get, uh, probably got to get at least a call or two additionally before the top of the hour. But if you have a last word, go for it.
1: No, nope, that's, that's about it. Just <laughs> interesting cult people. All
0: right. Well, thanks for the call and Merry Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas.
4: <laughs> bye
0: Avo Brady is back
10: Hello or, can you
0: yes, uh loud and clear, Mr. Brady. What's on your mind?
10: hello, hello, good evening, Matt and blonde. Good Hi. morning okay. um I just uh firstly, I wanted to apologize the last time I was on the call. uh I had a really bad cough, and I just wanted to apologize to you guys because I understand that could be really annoying.
0: I don't I even was, recall don't so it couldn't yeah. have been that bad
10: so. I just wanted to get that out of the way cause I just felt really bad after the call. Um, but, uh, I also just wanted to keep things brief because, uh, I know people want to get on the call and show and, uh, maybe there's some first timers here. So just a, a quick question for both of you. Uh, what is something that you do weekly or on a monthly basis that gets you either active or outside or moving?
3: sure so i six months ago eight months ago i started with a personal trainer and so i started lifting weights twice a week and then i go to no kidding yeah yeah i actually am like really pleased with my progress i feel really strong and healthy and yeah
0: okay
10: weightlifting for blonde all right that's solid
3: it's surprising yeah
0: sure uh i i do a gym routine four to five days a week Uh, usually like a interval training program. I used to do with uh, group classes and with trainers. And then like, because well, just like everything else, (laughs) they can't be, you can't hire anybody. You can't maintain employment or employees. And so now I have to do, I have to design my own workouts, which is fine. I can do that. But, um, but I'm, I'm working out alone now instead of in a group context. Uh, And then um, I'll also do, there's like a, the, I live in like a cookie cutter housing subdivision. So in days that I don't go in, cause the gym is like a five mile drive or something like that, but I'll usually try to get, if the weather's nice at least, cause we have like two feet of snow out there now, but when the weather's oh, nice, no. like get in a good walk or a good jog around the neighborhood. Um, and then of course, uh, recreationally snowboarding is my thing in the winter, in the summer. Oh, snowboard? Um, yeah. I've snowboarded for a long, long time okay. since I was, uh, I don't know. I think I started when I was like 12. Do so, you do any
10: snowboarding in California?
0: Uh, not as much, but I did go to a few of the, the Tahoe resorts North Star, Squaw, um, okay. Alpine Meadows. I think that was it.
10: Balan, do you do any kind of like skiing or snowboarding or anything like that? Or have you?
3: Uh, it's been a long time. My husband's putting some pressure on me, so I think I'm going to have to do that at some point.
10: Is he a snowboarder or skier? I'm guessing.
3: Uh, he skis, yeah. I've He's heard one that of those that's people that's good at everything he does. So. It's really annoying. Yeah, I snowboarded once, and it was um, really hard. Something about moving sideways is getting really started hard. Yeah. will
0: will beat you up pretty yep. badly. And but once Which is you weird
3: because I was okay at surfing, but like I when I was trying was to it, snowboard, I'm like, nope.
0: I'm I've surfed once, hard. and once you're the difficulty with surfing is getting is catching the wave correctly. Like yeah. once you're on it. And you're in the wave. Some of those skills translate,
10: right? Yeah, but, but that's why you got to go early.
0: The difficulty of catching the wave, standing up, and all that—that's not—that's not part of snowboarding, you know. So yeah. that didn't really translate for me. Um, yeah, you but
10: just pick yourself back up. <laughs> the
0: thing about learning to snowboard is you—you you, you catch your edges on snowboards in ways that you don't necessarily on skis. So you get mm. slammed really hard when you start. But if you can mm. make it through like the first two, three, four times and you sort of pick up the base level skills you can take off pretty quick it's pretty simple huh. beyond that it's just it's learning that edge control and not catching those edges so you don't get whipped into the ground anymore yeah But uh, it's yeah. a no
10: I'll have to give it another shot because I've only snowboarded once I was very young and yeah. <laughs> I absolutely hated it and I've st- st- never done it again I started
0: skateboarding first my friend and I when we were in like 5th or 6th grade and then we got on a snowboard after that and we basically taught each other how to do well. it um, huh. but I told my dad the first time he rented me a snowboard, uh, I'm never doing this again. And then <laughs> I did do it again and it became a huge part of my life. It still is. I still go at least once, probably twice a week. Um, wow. And I have
10: friends like that. that commit. They yeah. The thing is the like, I,
0: it. I don't, um, and it's, it's close enough for me. Like it's an hour drive to get to the lift. So I don't like That's to go, I don't like to go snowboarding, 9 to 4 like a full day. I would much rather go a couple times a week and go like in a 2 hour or a 3 hour block. Okay. Uh, I just I just don't like to, there's not a lot of things I like to do all day. You know, I, I
10: Yeah, I, I got to call it quits at some point and yeah. kind of start winding down.
0: <laughs> so, thankfully uh that's an option here and if I have to leave this place it, it's not that that's the most important thing to me, but um but obviously I African park I, yeah, I want access to mountains, uh, even if it's not the greatest ski resort or something like I, Mm -hmm. I need that, uh, recreational opportunity. So there's plenty of places with mountains though, that aren't super costly. Yes,
10: there are. (laughs) Well, uh, thank you so much guys. Keep doing those activities. Blonde, (laughs) keep lifting those weights. No, I will. That muscle. Matt, you keep doing your gym routine. Um, and also one last note, blonde, my mom loves the bangs. Keep rocking oh, them. Thank you. Thank you very
0: much. Yeah. Say hi to your and, mother uh, for us. Did, before we let you go, did you have any uh, physical activities of your own that you think are beneficial?
10: Oh no, I, I just like you guys, I hit the gym Monday through Thursday, uh, and try to be consistent about it. Yeah. Um, and also looking at what you eat. That's very important.
0: That's see, that's yeah. where I struggle. That's and I'm, key. I'm trying to trying to get better at that right now my strategy uh is is baby carrots like anytime i want (laughs) to anytime i want a snack now i'm like nope it's baby carrots baby carrots carrots or nothing
10: i'm hungry that's
4: hilarious yeah oh no there's
3: there's this chinese snack i found it's these dehydrated peas with garlic salt and they use palm oil yeah and anytime i want something salty and crunchy it like it's like eating chips
0: my wife buys Ooh. that like weird uh, seaweed stuff that, you know? Oh,
3: so good. Yeah. That I, stuff is good too.
0: And now the, now my son likes it too. I don't think that's like, all right, fine. That seems like freak food to me, but if he's into it, yeah. I guess it it's can't be. It's highly nutritious. Yeah. It can't be. It's not, uh, it, it can't hey, be that
10: we'll bad for you. A lot of those nasty vegetables when they're young.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Thanks for the call, man. Merry Christmas. You guys have a wonderful night. Say hi night. to your mother. Merry you
10: Christmas. Absolutely. God bless.
3: God bless you. Um, he's so polite that sometimes I think that he's uh like gonna fuck with us, Yeah. <laughs>
0: like he's trolling or something.
3: Yeah, yeah. He was
0: raised right.
3: He was.
0: No as far as um as far as approaches to health and just living a, a good healthy lifestyle um imagine if instead of all of this vaccine mandate nonsense and all of this corona fear and stuff if we just said, Hey, you want, you want to be healthy. Try eating fewer calories and breaking a sweat every day. Yeah. And your immunity, your, your immune system is probably better at fighting a lot of these things than whatever pharmaceutical chemical they're going to pump into you. And
3: Oh, that's totally true. I will say though, of this, um, high animal fat diet, which is touted on the right a lot. And I think it is really healthy. Animal fats are really, really healthy. Um, Hmm. and I have almost cut out vegetable oils. However, I don't think that it's really working for me, this high animal fat diet. It, In I terms know, feel...
0: of what's the, how do you define working? What's the goal?
3: Well, it's not working for weight loss. Oh. And um, I, like my blood parameters are not as good as when I was eating far less meat and more vegetables. Hmm. So I don't really know what to do about this. There's a lot of evidence that eating a an animal based diet almost exclusively and almost eliminating vegetables is like the healthiest diet, but it's it's just not working for me. Like a Mediterranean diet is when I feel the best.
0: Hmm. I just need to I need to reduce carbs one way or another. Carbs are
3: carbs are so what, great, yeah. and
0: I <laughs> I I've done it a few. Like you know, I don't know. I, I've I've been diet disciplined a few times in my life, and I always just fall off because they yeah, you know they say pizza. like they say that there's nothing that tastes as good as being fit. I think that's, that's not c- true. Sort yeah. of true in the extremes, but like that's sort of midpoint where you're like, all right, maybe I'm not the fittest guy in the world, but. Yeah. I do like pizza. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like,
3: have you never had like a homemade carbonara, like a really good carbonara? I'm like, this tastes better than, you know, being, being fit.
0: Well, it's like if I'm not going to have some enjoyment, some dietary enjoyment in my life, discipline is important. I don't mean to dismiss all of that, but it's like if you can't, if you don't have some fun, then what's the point of all of it? Are you on raw milk yet? No. Uh, you have to, uh, What not it all like there are all these legal complexities to even getting it?
3: Yeah, it is harder to get than heroin in most states. However, in my state, I have a cow share with somebody and oh. I get fresh raw milk weekly and it is a game changer.
0: Must be nice. I don't know. Well, I, I don't uh, consume a lot of milk, though, in general. I'll mix a little with like if I make eggs, I'll like mix a little in there or I don't really eat cereal. Yeah. That's not my thing.
3: Yeah, but I put it in coffee. I make stuff with it. I suppose. Uh, I
0: do use a little bit of creamer. So yeah. I, I guess I could substitute that. But
3: but, but it's a to- I used to be so afraid of the, the bacteria issue. But when mm. you pasteurize milk, it kills um, all of the good bacteria and then tons of the nutrients. Mm. It almost wipes out all the nutrients. Raw milk is some of the healthiest food on the planet.
0: <sighs> well, I don't know. I'll, uh, I'll defer to the multinational corporations to decide that. <laughs> We are due for a break, though. Oh, uh, D live. We're good. Thank you guys for uh, tuning in over there. I left off on arc after that was Nicholas H. Blonde. It was nice meeting you today for your webbed feet surgery. Oh, it was Nicholas who operated on you. Was it?
3: I was actually having my tail removed.
0: Ah, um, did you get to keep the, muscle- the tail for your display of? I did. It's in ends. a jar. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, what happened Davis to the went- toad? We never saw that on air, did we? You did. Did, did I just forget?
3: Yeah. I, I shut it to oh. you. Yeah.
0: Maybe I must have it must have just slipped my mind.
3: Well, it's not a super impressive specimen. So mm. you like if if you look at it, you can't tell it's a toe until someone really walks you through okay. what you're seeing, you know? Um and that eyeball got too ruined of the biopsy, I think. I never got it. Mm. It's a damn shame. Ryan Haas says, uh, Matt, I command you to not change a single thing about the show or the Sunday show. They're perfect as it is. Lies. Hope you guys are doing well. You both bring a lot of joy to a lot of people. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Well,
0: thanks. I appreciate that, Ryan. Uh, hope you're doing well and Merry Christmas. And yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe there will t- come a time where I feel like this is where I'm where I feel like I'm not making the product that I want to. And I need to change X, Y or Z to make something that is aligned with what it is that I'm looking to do. But I don't feel that way right now. I feel like I'm making something that I want to make and that the the ultimate judge of material is, is it something that I would want to listen to if I was a listener? Obviously, I'm not going to sit down and listen to myself, but you get what I mean. Like, are you making a product? If
3: you ever tried to do that, it's
0: intolerable. (laughs) Are you making a product that you would want to listen to, that you would find value in? And to me, I feel like I'm doing that. I'm making what I want to make. And so I don't... That's another... I'm not trying to dismiss some of the commentary earlier, but I don't want to force myself to do things that I feel like are chasing some number goal or some some yeah. other performance goal that I have that isn't actually about the content itself. Because then it's like, why am I doing it? Am I am I doing it to make material that I would enjoy or am I doing it to chase a number that I think I can achieve if I and then you you know, put my out. finger in the wind and yeah. and chase it?
3: That's the thing about this YouTube. If you aren't making the content that you want to make, it doesn't get made.
0: Yeah. It's just like anything else. It's any other job that you have, you're going to do the same task repeatedly, mostly not every job, but most jobs, you're going to do a lot of the same thing. And so if you really don't enjoy that, you're going to, you're going to burn out just like you described. The, The content is going to suffer. You might not even make it at all. The difference is, Sometimes you can hide that from your boss. You can (laughs) you can conceal that low productivity. In this case, you really can't. It's produce or it all evaporates. Um, That's not a complaint. I love producing what I do, but it's just to recognize that if you don't truly love it, it's not sustainable. You're going to quit. And if you quit, then uh, yeah, then everything. You better
3: have a podcast with a more ambitious YouTuber. (laughs) uh the mike david smoke show side note if you like the sopranos give boardwalk empire a try was a great show with very interesting characters prohibition era jersey shore bootleggers i do love steve buscemi love him
4: very
0: distinct face. yeah
3: Yeah. there's that 30 rock joke where he's like they call me the chameleon because of my big wet eyes (laughs) he's so ugly liberty bell men don't hear certain frequencies from a woman as an evolutionary thing to keep us from killing our wives after one too many interruptions from watching. The
0: game.
3: <laughs> Honestly, that, that might be true. Maybe. Maybe I should just be grateful. He hasn't murdered me, you know?
0: Well, that's all any wife can ask for. I'd say.
3: Well, I was every periodically I look through the uh, Discord channel to like see what people are saying about me. And they were doing like a boff, Mary kill with Sydney Watson, me and Lauren Southern. And there were a lot of like real criticisms about how pe- I couldn't be married to blonde because she's too neurotic. <laughs> I need to think about that with my husband because like it's not easy being married to me. Yeah, I think you'd have to marry Sydney Watson. She seems like a good woman. Um, the Mike David smoke show. Good point about video call in a uh, three bourbon cocktails and I'd probably drop trouser midstream or tell Blonde my NAACP show.
0: <laughs> the joke you could probably get yeah. away with. It's just the visuals. The meat spin. That, yeah. The visuals were in trouble uh, if that happens. Thank you. Uh, Mike David.
3: Tommy the gun. I salute you. Blonde's husband. Stay strong. King. <laughs> I know. I'm going to do Tommy. something really nice for him today. Uh, buddy with an H. What's with all the show suggestions tonight? I got a, got a suggestion. Keep doing you. It's a fantastic show because it's yours and nobody can take it. Not even you know who. Wink, wink, <laughs> and nudge, nudge. Susan, Well, well thank bitch.
0: you. Um, no, I, I admittedly, not that anybody tonight like bothered me or something. I don't mean to imply that. But obviously, in general, I don't like um, being told how to run my stuff or how to told what to do in general. Not that anybody did. It's just that. If there's one yeah. way to kind of get me going more than other things, that's how. Um, but in, in in reality, I probably should be a little more receptive or open to that stuff. Not that you have to defer to anybody's suggestion or something like that, but there, there it's are. It's hard when
3: you build a show from nothing.
0: Well, and there, there are great ideas out there that sometimes if you're too closed off, you don't really realize. I only know this show as the person who's making it doing the talking and all that, I don't know what it, I don't know this show as a a passive listener. And sometimes there are things that you can see that I can't see. And I appreciate it, buddy. I'm not looking to make drastic changes because I like doing what I do, but I I do know it's a part of my personality where it's like, all right, just because someone has a little nudge nudge doesn't mean you have to, get that look in your eye like you're completely enraged (laughs) so I'll, i'll try to i try to be aware of that and try to be open
3: uh buddy with an h um, even if blonde really screws up and gets the channel wiped, they've got a loyal following that will follow to whatever wonky ass platform that will have you slow and steady wins the race. I think that's true. Dave Cullen has totally transferred his material to alternative platforms. I don't even think he posts on YouTube anymore.
0: Didn't he get banned outright or did they get, They bring him back?
3: They gave him. They brought him back and then he's yeah. like, I'm not doing this anymore.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, and um, I, I do know that's true. And the reason I know that's true is because we've had instances where I haven't been able to stream to YouTube and we had to take yeah. a week off. Because of Susan's meddling or whatever else. We had
3: to take a week off. I thought we, we got it back in time.
0: There was a Sunday show that we couldn't post to YouTube because the channel, my channel was banned from streaming because someone familiar, sent us a fake article, a fake hit piece right. that mentioned the cure for COVID. And they said, no, no, you can't say there's a cure for COVID, even though it was pure satire, pure joke. This
3: was last year, right? It was
0: 2021. Yeah. Spring. Mm-hmm. And we had to stream only on at the time. I don't at the time I wasn't even streaming to Rumble because that wasn't enabled yet, at least for me. So it was D Live, Trovo was in play, and there might have been one more. But we had a comparable, yeah, live viewing, and that was really cool. So, yeah, I I, I appreciate that. I know the audience is durable, and 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 uh, I I know that if Susan's axe swings, that it's not the end. But I also know that. Given the, uh, the range of options, people generally prefer to watch on YouTube, and I, I just want people to have their choices. If you prefer yeah. YouTube to other places, that's great. I'm going to do what I can to make the show there. I'm not going to try to force you to go somewhere else that you don't necessarily want to go. Unless they yeah. make me do that, which maybe someday they will.
3: Um, let's circle back.
0: Sure. Uh, thanks for the chats, guys. We will return to them. Uh, at the end of the show
3: um i'll have to just circle back with you
0: papa molly is up next papa molly are you there
2: hey how's it going guys is this like hey. uh
0: are you, are you papa like father or are you referring to taking a, a dose of drugs
2: uh, so i got the name uh playing counter-strike and i would uh throw molotovs as like my grenades ah, okay i was like my go-to so my guys on my team were like, yo, we're going to call you Papa Molly. And i was like, alright, cool.
0: I tried playing Counter-Strike for like a week once people tried to get me into PC gaming and even the supposedly bad people are way too good at Counter-Strike. It's just ridiculous.
2: I mean, you. the way technologies progress, like back in the 90s, it was like, okay, anybody could get in with their like shitty CRT monitors. Yeah. And like, you know, your Windows 98 fucking, you know, but uh, now you got to have like a EVGA 4090 and like a 240 Hertz monitor and all that crazy stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I, I apologize for taking over your call. I don't know if you wanted to talk video games. I was just curious about the name. So whatever you would like to discuss.
2: The oh, no no, 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 um, no, you're fine. Absolutely. Um, I had a quick question. Uh, do you have any idea on a good place to start homesteading in Idaho?
4: Hmm.
3: Uh well it's super expensive up here right now. And up up this far north, uh the growing season is pretty short and cold weather vegetables don't do super well every year and animal maintenance is hard in the winter because um it's you're about to get hit with this crazy cold front too, but um it's winter from like like this year winter started in early November and it'll go till if, it, if it's like it was last year like deep into April. So, okay. I don't know. I would suggest moving somewhere south. I haven't um, been to anywhere in southern Idaho, but I've heard Pocatello's okay.
2: Pocatello? Uh,
3: but I don't know anything about the growing season there either. Southeast um, Idaho,
0: I think, is cool, but I don't know anything about the prospect of homesteading there. I also know that it's
3: high desert, isn't it? It's probably not very good. Uh,
0: and once you start getting over toward the Tetons and like the western edge of Yellowstone. It it's not very deserty. It's more mountainous and
3: what's that place forest-y. you're always talking about? Driggs. Well,
0: the, yeah, it's been discovered. Driggs and oh. there's Driggs and what's the other town? Um, Driggs. No. Uh, well, there's a whole se- there's a whole bunch of uh, of small towns like on the west side of the Tetons there.
3: What's your tolerance for winter weather like?
2: Uh, well, I'm from Florida, uh, so so low. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, well, I I just bundle up. That's the thing. Like, I'm in the army now, so, like, we're just throwing on layers and being sent out to the field and all that.
3: But homesteading in the winter sucks because you have to go out and walk through three feet of snow to milk a cow at 5 a.m. every day. And yeah. then it also gets dark here at four o'clock in the winter.
2: Four in the afternoon? Yeah. Holy hell.
3: Yeah, it, it sucks. Summer's beautiful, <laughs> but I forget yeah. how far north we are sometimes um so if you're looking in idaho and you don't have a high tolerance for winters, i would su- suggest looking in central southern idaho
2: yeah well, the the only reason we're shooting for idaho is just for the homestead exemption and you know all the tax breaks and it's beautiful and there's land you know there's a, just some good reasons to go but you know, we're in georgia right now and um depending on what the army does with me like whether you know the country's good and you know all this other crazy stuff but what's your uh,
3: tolerance for humidity high if you're from florida
2: oh yeah i don't give a shit about humidity
3: have you looked into missouri
2: i've looked in tennessee i've looked in uh i was out in texas for a little bit for some training i really like texas you know texas but um it's just like everything points back to idaho just for like the you know the views the land the breaks and
3: okay okay i'm sure you know Look into Missouri though. There are some it's it's easy to homestead there. You can grow a lot of stuff. There's high humidity, but if you can tolerate that it's fine. It's cheap and there are a lot of cute little towns. Like I have some friends from Cuba, Missouri that that love it and went home after college. Um yeah, just stay out of the city areas and
0: Of course. Just check it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When are you um, when are you finished up in the army?
2: Oh, uh, I got 3 years left on my contract. I'm a uh, first, you know, first go around. Oh, here I was going to say
0: pretty stupid. soon, they're going to send you up to Idaho to uh, start kicking people's doors in anyway. So this might work out.
2: Uh, what's going on up there? No, nah, I'm just they're going oh, to send you to the next nice Ruby Ridge. <laughs> they're going to
0: deploy you. Biden's yeah. going to deploy you domestically soon. I'm just
2: making a stupid no, joke. Uh, Never mind. I got a, I got a guy that uh, is in my unit. He's from Oregon. Mm. And I just posted, I sent him the story about how the governor uh, let out a, like 17 convicted murderers on death row. She yeah, just, commuted like, all their him. sentences. Yeah, yeah. So I sent that to him, and he's like, "Oh shit."
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh. I, apparently, she just said uh, it was just an opposition to the death penalty thing. These, these, they're they're still going to get life in prison, but they're just not going to be executed.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I thought she just like opened the door. and said, No, no, out. she like,
0: <laughs> she didn't let him out. At least not as far as not as far as I've seen, but they're not going to do any of those executions in Oregon.
2: I wouldn't put it past them, you know.
0: The yeah, it's uh, wait until tomorrow because it, these yeah. things are always uh, step by step. I we'll
2: get Project Veritas getting them at the gates. Like, sure, yeah. like <laughs> we have you on video here.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah, do you have any um, other thoughts before we let you go?
2: No, I just want to let you know. Um, uh, what was I doing? I was uh talking to my sergeant first class the other day, and uh, I, he was he was on the computer looking at something, and then he rolled over. And uh, I saw he was looking at Drudge Report, and I was like, cool. oh, man, you're you're, watch- you're looking at Drudge? And I don't really know him that well, like, yeah. politi- you know, politically. And you know. he's like, yeah, man, Drudge is all right. I was like, check out uh, Citizen Free Press. Yeah, really. Oh, you yeah.
0: converted him? For- is that what you're saying? I see.
2: Yeah, so I got him on Citizen Free Press, and then he's joking. He's like, well, am I going to be on a watch list now? And I was like, sorry, you're aren't on a watch list. Like, come on, man. And uh, so we were talking, and uh, I asked him, I was like, hey, like, he was looking at it and he's like oh man you know this this damn covid thing you know i'm worried i keep seeing all these stories about these people uh dying suddenly you know and and then uh <laughs> dying i was suddenly. like yeah right and then he's like yeah i'm worried but i don't have any of these symptoms these people have and stuff you know and so i was like well have you seen that documentary on rumble and he's like what's rumble and i was like Ooh. oh Oh damn like here we go red pills all day. You got one
0: yeah you got so, one going down the path.
2: Yeah so uh I sent him I sent him died suddenly and then uh, I screenshot it for him had 13 million views when I sent it so who knows what it's at now. Wow I uh,
0: I haven't but, seen uh, it yet but I I'll, maybe I'll try to watch it before the weekend.
2: Listen you need to watch it and you need to send it to everybody you can find like for anybody real? and everybody. It is so it's terrifying.
3: Terrifying and, and disgusting.
2: disgusting yeah. I take I I work out every day. I'm drinking a gallon of water and uh I have an appointment next week to privately have my blood and like levels done just to see like what my stuff says, you know.
3: Oh did you get it?
2: Yeah, I had to. Like Oh man,
3: I forgot. Yeah. Um Yeah.
2: And now they're they pass this new uh this new discretionary uh you know, military spending bill. And it's like all the Republicans are like, Well, we're we're going to uh, advocate that the soldiers and sailors and airmen and Marines don't have to get the COVID vaccine anymore. It's like, great. It's like, thanks a
3: lot. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Where the fuck were you? know, Where were you when it first happened?
3: Yeah. Really sorry, so. man. That sucks.
2: Oh, I mean, it's all right. I mean, I take it day by day. I feel fine now, but like I wake up and I have chest pains and I'm like, Oh, like, here, here we go. Like
3: <laughs> my number's up. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. all right. Wow.
0: Well, yeah. Uh, Thank you for the call and Merry Christmas yeah. and all the best with your, uh, your relocation choices.
2: I yeah, appreciate it. Merry Christmas to you. All right. Take care.
0: It's not going to be a uh, day of the rope anymore. It's going to be day of the coincidence. Is, is today <laughs> the day it strikes? Yeah, really? Yeah. UM is up next. UM, are you there?
11: Hey, good evening. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah. What's on your mind? Uh well, I wanted to ask you actually about some Supreme Court cases.
0: Sure,
3: he'll have love you, that.
11: Well, have you been following the Harvard Asian students suing?
0: Actually, not that closely. I am aware of the that in the North Carolina case generally, but I have not listened to the arguments uh, or followed it extremely closely.
11: Well, I haven't been following it that closely either. But what are your thoughts generally?
0: As in can uh, a university have racially discriminatory admission yeah. policies? Well, uh, to the extent that we have said that in general government agencies can't make that sort of distinction, um in general no, I don't think that should be happening, but the Supreme Court has in the past struck something of a balance where they say that that race can be a factor but not the factor generally. I might be butchering that, but I know the prior decisions um have not prohibited race as an admission factor it's just that if it's a if it's uh a, an exclusively racial decision then generally that is uh, frowned upon but i guess there's the question of should this is this a constitutional policy and then is this a wise policy and it seems like you're getting more at the constitutional question
11: yeah well um i mean more specifically i'm wondering what's the difference Why is it okay to say teach the Asians bigot, but not Ah. bake the cake bigot?
0: Oh, okay. Well, I, I think that there's, I think the distinction here is teach the Asians bigot in the context of Harvard. That's a private university that accepts a lot of public money to finance. Uh, the the tuition and everybody who's attending that place in the case of the University of North Carolina that's a public institution but that's the first distinction that I would draw it's not the the government does have a legal obligation to uh, not to discriminate and to um, uh, to apply the law equally
11: okay so that's an entirely fair that was what I was wondering you know because based on your video I guess last week about the about the uh, the website lady yeah and okay if if all activity is potentially expressive, and the government can make no law prohibiting expression,
0: mm-hmm. where
11: does that end?
0: Yeah What's I, the I limiting principle Well I think that that yeah I don't think private, Uh, the private citizen can or should be compelled to provide speech or labor in really any context. And I understand that that calls into question the entire application of, say, the Civil Rights Act to private establishments. But I would say, yeah, correct, that that was not only uh, an unwise idea, but I think that's probably an unconstitutional idea, at least as the, uh, the document was originally conceptualized. And I think we've gotten away from that. But as far as the government's command not to discriminate against the citizen, yeah. I mean, in general, that that's constitutionally required by the Fifth and the Fourteenth. I think where this gets messy is like, what is Harvard, or say, uh, you could you could say, edu- even private colleges are like quasi-public because the government has so many tentacles in these things. The same thing with healthcare or other sectors. And that's another problem with the expansion of the federal government into all of these domains is as soon as the federal government is a primary payer or Mm -hmm. is forking over all kinds of money, then all of a sudden they have these, these powers of, of compelling people to do certain things because after all, it's the government dollar that's involved and the government dollar is constitutionally regulated X, Y, and Z. I think the answer is uh, just stop, just reduce the size and scope of the federal government. It shouldn't really have any role in education as far as I'm concerned. And I think as far as the original design was concerned. And if 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 Harvard was a truly private institution, as in there wasn't a, a single government dollar financing any students' attendance, then yeah, I wouldn't, as far as I'm concerned, they could have whatever policy they want. If you want to be only the Asian college, we already have uh, HBCUs, historically black colleges. Now that doesn't mean that you can't get in if you're another race, but they're sort of culturally and historically black. They have a cultural and historic racial identity. And that's not necessarily a problem. If, you, if, if you're a private club for whatever purpose, I might think it's dumb if you want to let these people in, but not those people. But it's your property and it's perfectly within your rights. Mm-hmm. It's just the problem is the government pays for everything now.
11: Well, thanks for that. That is both consistent, a great explanation, and incredibly depressing.
0: <laughs> Do you have any other thoughts before we let you go?
11: I oh, don't know. That was it. Thanks.
0: All right. Thanks for calling in.
11: Have a good evening. Bye.
0: Be curious to see how that gets ironed out. Um, and maybe I should look more at that Harvard case, because I I wonder, it. it it's got to be just the amount of public dollars involved. Uh, I assume is why there's some kind of constitutional question in play here, unless I'm missing something. Um, Otherwise it's like, well, what, who, who, who gives a shit if it's a a private establishment, then it might be a civil rights act issue. I guess maybe the Supreme court might have some jurisdiction there, but I don't know. Anyway, appreciate the call. And uh, I'll, I'll have to check back on that case to make sure I'm fully understanding it properly. Steamroller. Are you there? what's on your mind steamroller what? i got nothing do you can you hear him Mm-mm. all right we'll to, uh, oh there we go steamroller Hello? can you hear us
12: i can hear you okay oh, hey. go ahead oh okay um what the hell's going on in the white house yesterday
0: uh what you're happened? talking about the uh the the marriage whatever what's the name yeah. of the 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 Respect for Marriage Act signing? Yeah. What
12: the hell? I mean...
0: Yeah, they had... Trans uh,
12: trans people all over the White House and...
0: Yeah, there was uh, some drag queen trans guy who has a song on YouTube about dicks or something like that.
3: Oh, I saw that. I saw on Instagram. okay. I was unaware then, this was a, an official White House event.
0: Yeah.
12: It was an official White House event. It's embarrassing. It's like, holy crap. Is this the country I live in?
3: It's funny, though. Did
0: it's you funny? actually watch the the event? No. Or you, OK. No. What were the no. highlights that you saw? Because I paid almost no attention to this.
12: I just read about it. Oh, okay. I just read mostly about it. saw the rainbow display on the back of the White House. and Yeah. And no, it's what Biden said. His is, is uh, they are they are preventing proper care for trans children.
0: No, oh, yeah, that he just speech. he shoehorned that, that into the gay marriage yes. thing. And this is also this bill is also it it, it mandates uh, acknowledgement for interracial marriage. Which yeah, when was the last yeah. time an interracial marriage was legally rejected in any state?
3: I know. Seriously, when was the last time? It's got to be like
0: the 50s or something. Yeah,
3: 1967. 67, the, what what state was that?
0: The, is it that when, when Loving law, was? When the, the
12: first law was or the first decision was. The
0: Supreme Court case. that. Uh, yeah. So what? They're, I guess they're, their theory is now that everything's on the table, the Supreme Court might strike down Loving and say that states are free to restrict interracial marriage, which, by the way, constitutionally, they are. I I don't think that any state in the union is going to rush to, to pass that sort of law. But the idea that the, that, that marriage is a federal institution for regulation is preposterous Mm -hmm. and it drives it. The debate on this has totally lost sight of that where it's like, Oh, I mean, is is marriage primarily between a man and a woman or is gay marriage of equal value? Okay. That's an important discussion. I'm not dismissing it. But the the legal issue here that we should all be asking is, why is this a federal issue at all? Joe Biden should have nothing to do with this. Yeah. Congress should have nothing to do with this. I don't care whether they say only no gay marriages or only gay marriages. Congress has no constitutional say in that matter. And so this law should be rejected on that basis regardless.
12: It's just useless virtue signaling by our oh, of course. Democrats. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, but uh, the speech about uh, Biden's speech about hey, I uh, we've got we've got uh, hundreds of cases where they're preventing proper, appropriate surgery for children to turn them into trans people. It's like, really, you know, that <laughs> how can he,
0: yeah, uh, they, I'm, sorry, I'm not speaking well, very well. Well, i there I I heard a little bit where it's like, yeah, if you. The same people who oppose uh, gay marriage also they'll they'll fight, you know, uh, uh, gender affirming care for kids or something. And, and mm-hmm. it, it does it does demonstrate how they link these things. I don't even see how or why they're linked. Strictly speaking, the idea that, oh, well, if you support gay marriage, you must also support uh, transgender or gender transitions for kids or something.
3: Why? They just but, have to tag that on, even though it's considerably worse.
0: Yeah, it's it's it is interesting how this whole celebration was only partly about marriage itself. And I heard I heard Biden say the quote from him was like, this is a step toward equality in this country. And that's pretty revealing language, isn't it? It's yeah. Like, OK, yeah. so you're still not done. You're still federalize all the power. Uh, and make sure that states have no say in deciding these issues for themselves and it's still not enough this is only a step toward equality because somehow gay people aren't equal in this country where he made a comment about there are places where you can get married in the morning if you're gay you can get married in the morning and thrown out of a restaurant in the afternoon where where uh,
12: anywhere, because I could get thrown
0: out of a restaurant. I, I for being gay. I guess was no, the no, not for being gay. Yeah. Like, not being gay, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, but like, Have the, you ever seen the, a restaurant that vets people at the door for homosexuality? I've never <laughs> seen such a thing.
12: Nope. <laughs> uh, no,
0: yeah. not even. So. If, and, and if it's not in North Idaho, it's not anywhere. It's okay? not anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not. Anyway,
12: uh, yeah. Anyway, All right. just uh, speaking up about uh, being embarrassed about... Uh,
0: well, what do you mean? It's the country. best this country has to offer.
12: Yeah,
3: totally. That's what Don't Joe be embarrassed. We didn't We didn't vote for this. We didn't ask oh, for no, this.
12: I, no, I did not. But uh,
3: You got to enjoy the decline. It's the only I, way. Ride the tiger.
12: Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, I'm a... Let's see. Probably going on 40 years i've been riding my bicycle on the roads
0: oh get Uh-oh. the hell out of here get out of here
12: <laughs>
0: jesus dude why didn't you say that from the start i would have saved dump button out. get out all right merry christmas <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> what a bastard <laughs> all right um we have one more caller waiting we'll get a uh, last word from juggernaut before we get to the email questions juggernaut are you there
7: I am here. What's on your mind? You want to you wanna shit all over Ben Shapiro? Yes.
0: Well, it's your call.
7: Nice. So, did you see Ben Shapiro's episode after Kanye was on Alex Jones?
3: You know um, I didn't. I heard about it.
0: Uh, I don't remember specifically what he said about that. What, oh, can you it remind was me? so funny.
7: So, first of all, he predicts like the biggest thing that happened in this was he predicted Kanye West's suicide.
0: Oh, yeah. I did see some, uh, con- yeah, because yeah, he's this
3: gonna fund it.
0: Didn't, uh, well, there was it was going around on Twitter because there were several Daily Wire figures who commented on that and said he's probably gonna end up dead very soon. Though, in fairness, <laughs> we said that on this show too. I was like, someone's yeah. gonna kill him, it's uh, for real. Yeah, we
7: did, but that's that's not Ben Shapiro saying. Honestly, I would not be surprised, God forbid, something should happen that that yay should do something to You're himself, hat. given his behavior.
3: Oh, we didn't it's say he's actually going to kill himself.
0: <laughs> no, it's yeah, so we, we didn't say he's going to kill himself. We said someone's going I mean, to someone's kill him. Someone's going
7: to kill him, yeah. Sure. But Ben Shapiro implied that someone would kill him and then changed it to he would kill himself.
0: Because of mental illness, or I, I assume? Yes, okay. in the
7: context of him being a maniac, basically. Yeah. it's It was also really funny because he kind of talked out of both sides of his mouth, right? So he would, he would discuss the Jewish conspiracy and how the Jews are all talking behind their, you know, behind everyone's backs and in dark rooms and whatever, right? So you'd think Ben Shapiro would never give you an example of doing that, would he? No, no immediately stated that he talked to Kanye West's therapists and he knows what Kanye West is
0: He said that?
3: With. What? Yes.
7: He
0: said he no way. You're, you're t- he said that Kanye's therapist divulged Kanye's psychiatric conditions to him.
7: He said first of all I know psychologists who have spoken with Ye. He's obviously okay. disturbed. Okay. This so is a direct quote.
0: Somewhat, not well, necessarily. So what? You can yeah.
3: you can get diagnosed. I know because I had a lot of friends that were on Adderall in high school and college. You can go into any psychiatrist. You can read about the symptoms and they will diagnose you with whatever they see fit at that time. The DSM is constantly changing. Uh, I, I just don't buy this thing that he's mentally ill. Also, that's a All major good. HIPAA violation
7: but it's hilarious that Ben Shapiro has contacts with Kanye West therapists and he contacted them and talked to them about Kanye You're West's an mental state. If, if, In the same episode. How did he, he even know these Jewish people? Conspiracy. Were know, they like
3: was... together on Shabbat or something?
7: I have no idea, but it's hilarious.
3: What an asshole. God, I hate that guy.
0: All right. Are you guys done? Have you had your fill?
3: No, do you have anything Uh, else you want to say about Ben Shapiro? Because I I really haven't gotten it out of my system this week.
7: (laughs) Well, he talked about, gosh, where's the quote? Well, He talked about basically that if you read the Bible, you also believe that Jews are in power, like behind closed doors. Did he say that? Yeah. Um, Uh, I should
3: probably listen to this. It was the most recent episode after the Kanye West thing.
7: Yes, it's episode 1622.
3: Okay, I'll listen to it fine.
7: It's pretty funny.
0: All right, anything else before we let you go?
7: Yeah, Merry Christmas.
0: Merry Christmas. Merry
3: Christmas. Have a good night. You're an hat.
0: All right, that'll do it on calls tonight. Appreciate everybody for calling in. And... uh if you weren't able to make it in or you're having trouble getting in, you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live. Of course, you can send us an email question. The way to do that is through the contact page of the website, mattchristensenmedia.com contact. Look for the call-in show question form. We'll take those at the end of the stream each and every week, as in right now. First up, wow, what a trap. Monkeys hate juice. Well, I suggest juice. these monkeys try Another variety. Try orange juice. Try apple juice. Try grape juice. You just haven't found uh, you haven't found the right juice yet. (laughs) What are one or two sources each of you follow to keep up on news and culture? I recently unsubbed from Tim Pool due to his constant faggotry (laughs) on denying election (laughs) fraud. Any other suggestions would be welcome.
3: Who do I listen to regularly? Okay. I listen to Legal Man every week. I still watch Tucker Carlson. So that I can, you know, do this podcast without being totally um, disjointed from what's happening in American mm-hmm. politics. Uh, I watch Computing Forever on BitChute, and uh, every once in a while I go to Real Clear Politics, Occidental Observer, I read, and I read The Daily Stormer.
0: <laughs> the important sources. Okay. Uh, thanks for clarifying. Um, As far as uh, getting information, I have, I don't know, probably like five, six, seven, eight bookmarks that I just click through throughout the day.
3: Who are they? Do Um, you have them up?
0: I actually, they're they're a broad ideological mix. So I will go like Breitbart, Huffington Post, Gateway Pundit. Oh, um, Gateway Pundit. I like it. Maybe I might mix in like a CNN or maybe like a New York Times. But I'll just kind of browse these throughout the day, just to see what's going on, and then um, and actually, Twitter is is hugely useful for just getting
4: yeah. trending an idea
0: of what's going on currently. And of course, follow a whole bunch of people there. But same idea, follow a bunch of news sources and see what's going on. In addition to people I, I think are just valuable. But as far as like um, podcast news, I, I mean, that's not as valuable to me as just seeing the information feed online as it happens so
3: if I'm driving with my husband I'll put on Dan Bongino
0: he's on here locally so I end up listening to that in the car frequently um yeah that's about it I mean I don't know I just especially after my son was born and uh, I'm sitting around less and less like I used to spend a lot more time at my computer listening to YouTube videos and kind of consuming long-form content more than I do now. So now it's more just like keep tabs on what's going on throughout the day. And then I sit yeah. down when I need to make my stuff and, and go, but
4: Yep.
3: I'm not reading this next person's username. I'm not doing it. You can't make me.
0: <laughs> oh my God. What the, f- <laughs> if people want to know it's my girlfriend's wet, yummy, yummy rat P word. I'm not saying that either. I'm sorry. Yummy, oh, yummy rat. It's P the, word. you know,
3: It's not the pussy thing, it's the yummy. How dare you? Ew.
0: It's three yummies.
3: Oh, God, I hate that. Okay. Blonde, what is your opinion of Lower Idaho? The missus and I are looking to move from Wyoming to a place like Idaho Falls, Blackfoot, Pocatello, etc. I literally don't know anything about these places. I know that there are a lot of Somalis and other Muslims in Idaho Falls. Um, And there's a Chobani factory there which means a lot of Muslims are working. there. Is that
0: where they work at the Jabani yeah. factory?
3: Oh, seriously. Yeah.
0: Well, there yeah. was that refugee rape case within the last couple of years.
3: Is it where all the boys peed on that little girl? Something like, like that. Yeah. yeah. It was really bad. Yeah. That was in Idaho falls. I wouldn't move to Idaho falls. I don't know anything about Blackfoot. I've heard Pocatello is nice. Honestly, I don't know anything about Idaho except for Coeur Bonner's Ferry, Sandpoint, Wallace.
0: The other town I was thinking of earlier was Victor. Victor and Driggs and that entire west flank of the Tetons, pristine. However, and totally discovered thing. now. You nobody can afford to live there either. That Socks. used to be the spot where it's like if you wanted that Teton beauty without the <laughs> bullshit of Jackson, Wyoming. Yeah. Then you go over there, and it was like reasonably affordable. It's Victor, kind of really? it's way out there. It's far away from any larger town. Pocatello no, would look. be the biggest. Would be the nearest kind of larger town. But you can't get anything there for cheap anymore. It's it's I remember not
3: looking at Driggs like last year and I was like, well, no,
0: it's not like Jackson and maybe yeah. it's not quite as bad as like Coeur or Bozeman, but it's not good. It's not affordable.
3: Holy smokes. This is a pretty average house. Two million dollars.
0: For what kind of square footage? Thirty three
3: hundred.
0: Oh, it's a big house. That's a that's a giant house. Oof. I would love to have a house that size, but I don't have $2 million for it.
3: 900000 for 1,400 square feet.
0: 900
3: That's what it says. Oh, my God. Oh, these people can lick my nuts. It's terrible.
0: That's, that's actually... 1.32,000 <laughs>
3: square feet. That's
0: worse than Bozeman prices.
3: How is this even possible? Ugh.
0: All right. Well, thank you, uh, Mr. Yummy Yummy Rat P-Word, and uh, congratulations oh, you to you again? and your rat P-Word wife. Wait, how, my girlfriends. And then you refer to her as the missus in the question. I need clarification on what the marital status of this rat P word is.
3: This is worse than Coeur d'Alene.
0: I, I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised it's that bad because it's kind of out there in the middle of nowhere.
3: It's like way worse than Coeur d'Alene. Who would pay this?
0: Everybody. Everybody is moving to the middle of nowhere, just like we all want to, I guess. <sighs> Eric Burns Marsh says uh, Matt and Blonde to what? extent do you blame the gop failure in 22 on the leadership of mcconnell mccarthy and mcdaniel do the republicans need to adopt a policy of no irish need apply yes there is hate <laughs> in my heart well to the extent that the entire thing was a failure and a disaster anybody in leadership should be blamed now i know that yeah. there are a lot of people who blame mcconnell for being too selective about funding certain candidates because they're too trumpy or 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 what i i don't know exactly how selective he was or what's the the wisdom of his his funding choices or not so i want to be careful there i know there's a lot of criticism out there that that people throw against him but i just don't know the numbers i don't know the specifics off the top of my head but in general am i a big fan of mitch mcconnell no it's it's not like we're having great wins under mitch mcconnell even when he had yeah uh, even when he was senate majority leader so, but there is no. something
3: particularly insidious about like turncoat Republicans because they destroy from within in a way.
0: Uh, I It seems like there's there's a lot of establishment Republican gatekeeping where it's like we have to protect yeah. our status as the lovable losers and any threat to that must be defeated. So, yeah, I mean, would I fight for Mitch McConnell to re- retain a leadership position in the Senate or or McCarthy in the House? Of course not. McCarthy it's not a a campaign thing necessarily, but McCarthy has been pretty snaky to me in many different ways. Remember when he denied saying the, what was it that he said about Trump uh, on January 6th? And then he denied that he had said it. And then a recording came out and he just kind of acted like it didn't happen. (laughs) And then he also (laughs) called for certain, he wanted certain people to be banned on Twitter after January 6th as well. Well, can we ban their Twitter accounts? That was part of his commentary. So I'm not a uh, a big McCarthy guy. McDaniel is the chairwoman of the Republican Party. And yeah, once again, just in general, if you oversee not just a loss, not just an underperformance, but apparently the worst underperformance in 90 years, you probably should go. However. I will qualify all of this. I'm not convinced that Jesus Christ himself in all three positions here, Speaker of the House. Senate Republican leader and chair of the Republican party that he would get victories for this party the way that the deck is currently stacked. So I'm not fighting for any of these guys. However, am I convinced that if we just put the right people in their place that elections will suddenly be won uh, again? Prove me wrong. I I hope you do. And uh, I will continue the fruitless effort in voting the whole time. (laughs) <laughs> but why i have to i have to say i'll believe it when i see it because i just i think that uh once you fundamentally change the rules of voting you're going to get fundamentally different results until we're able to restore the rules back to what they formerly were i don't expect democrats to lose meaningful national elections anytime soon
3: yeah oh who well, wait didn't
0: you want to say how much you love mitch mcconnell before we move on oh were you, you gonna fight for him
3: yeah, definitely. I want a five for Mitch McConnell. No, I don't care about any of this. Um, oh, I love this question. Mr. Ed, what are your views on Uncle Ted, the Unabomber, and have you read Industrial Society and its future? Um, I have. It was a long time ago, though. It's funny that you asked this because somebody just sent me the best meme with him and Jordan Peterson, and I wanted to read it when I dropped this question. What do you think about, about Ted Kaczynski? I don't I think know. It was a I've not man.
0: read his manifesto. So I I can't comment on that. Uh, maybe I should go see. Have they kept his cabin intact? It's not that far from here, Lincoln. No, Montana. they
3: demolished it. I'm I'm pretty sure. Okay, There's so no it's replica. This picture, I don't think so. It's this picture oh. of Tekizinski and Jordan Peterson. Okay, and well, I think well, that, that was this off
0: screen. Is... Hold on. Put it more like in front of your face, centered. Oh, they. And, uh, oh, like they look alike. It's not like they were talking no, no, no. to each but other or something. Just
3: just for you know. It's just them uh, them setting the stage here. Okay. And this is from Takazinsky. I'm pretty sure he wrote this in Industrial Society. The university intellectuals play an important role in carrying out the system's trick. Though they like to fancy themselves independent thinkers, the intellectuals are the most over-socialized, the most conformist, the tamest and most domesticated, the most pampered, dependent, spineless group today. As a result, their impulse to rebel is particularly strong, but because they're incapable of independent thought, real rebellion is impossible for them, consequently. They are suckers for the system's trick, which allows them to irritate people and enjoy the illusion of rebelling, without ever having to challenge the system's most basic values.
0: Are you, Up yours! What's the Jordan that, Peterson angle? You're saying that applies that's to Jordan him?
3: Pe- of course, that applies to Jordan I Peterson. I think that's kind of a stretch. It's the problem but. with um with all of these academics, especially academics in government. It's like mm. it's like they want to play like it's like Sandy or uh, Cortez also like she wants to play like she has a revolutionary spirit but it's it's a game for her it, she doesn't actually want to do what it takes to to pose a real revolution all these people that have primed by been primed by academia it's a huge problem anyway um Tekizinski, i wish he wouldn't have killed innocent people like i think one of the ups guys got killed right
0: yeah there was uh there were there were some errors or uh Wrongs in the execution of this. He you might made say. some
3: some small errors in judgment. <laughs> okay. Um, but he was a brilliant man with absolutely incredible and prophetic insight into the problems that we're dealing with today. I mean, there's mm. no denying that.
0: I I can't. I just don't know. I haven't read the manifesto, so I'll especially have to take especially Hitler. For it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right behind Kanye in, in wisdom. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Mr. Ed. Richard Parker says, "Do you think conservative Inc.'s utter impotence and intellectualism against the LGBTQ yuck mafia can be attributed, at least in part, to a reluctance to discuss with open candor what a lot of homosexual, what a lot of homosexuality, I assume, actually entails?" Well, I uh, I guess I would need an example, or or I I I think I understand what you mean, but maybe uh, like a specific. Example I don't know. of it or a specific. I
3: think that people on the right, even um, even the rhinos, have really had to address the nitty gritty of homosexuality because of like pride culture and drag culture. Hmm. I, I mean, they're, they're so open with their sexuality and like what they do and their promiscuity and the anal sex and everything and felching and whatever else. Like they're so open Wait, with this. Wait, what is felching? You should Google it. Okay,
0: carry on. Um, Let's consult the urban dic- dictionary here. Uh,
3: I guess felching isn't necessarily a gay thing, but I'm pretty sure it's mostly. Oh, wow.
0: I know I've, I've seen this before. Maybe you brought it up previously. You've seen it before. Well, I mean, I've I, seen. I seen the... don't
3: think I've ever said felch on this show. To,
0: to I've seen the definition before. Thank you for clarifying. I've not uh, spectated felching. No,
3: but it's becoming increasingly difficult to deny. What homosexual activity actually entails is my point.
0: Yeah. Uh, I guess I guess I don't see how that. I I don't know that I fully understand the the premise of the question. The impotence and intellectualism against the yuck mafia. Well, I don't know. I I mean, I don't know that you have to. I don't know that you have to. Explain some of the yuckiness, I suppose, to understand that what a lot of what the worst of these activists are trying to do is a fundamental infringement on your rights all over the place. It sure I'm not does I'm help not, the
3: argument though.
0: I'm not denying the the yuck factor. I I get that. But I also don't think yeah. that it's necessarily the key to the issue either. That that there's something more fundamental than that. It's it's about trying to exert control over you for any number of purposes. It's just in this case it's it's a yucky purpose. I I get that.
3: I want somebody but. publicly to ask to tell Mitch McConnell what felching is. That would solve all <laughs> the problems. Do you
0: have a constitutional right to felch <laughs> or should it be made illegal?
3: A heavy D 2024. What yeah. are your thoughts on Governor DeSantis looking into covid VAX side effects? It is recommended in Florida to not get the vax if you're a child or a male under age 40. I think that's great because he got it. And what I'm seeing the most is people that got the vaccine being so highly resistant because that's that's a hard thing to admit like that caller that we talked to like he's worried about his health all the time mm-hmm. and that's understandable like it's a hard thing to not double down when you've already been made to or voluntarily risked your own health it would really be hard well to yeah it's hard like to admit that you're wrong effective. in
0: general but if if yeah. admitting that you're wrong potentially carries health consequences or worry about health consequences that's even tougher i'm sure Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I I haven't paid a ton of attention to that either. But I understand that DeSantis is trying to commission some sort of grand jury to look into, I guess, just how the vaccine was rolled out and how it was sold. So I think it was, um, at least what I saw, there was, I think there's a uh, question about myocarditis in young men. And then there's a question about, how the vaccine was sold in terms of the promises that were made. Like you, if you, if you get the vaccine, you won't get Corona or you won't transmit Corona. And a lot of things right. that turned out to be not true.
4: Lies. Yeah. So there's but probably, they they a, there's were a, lies.
0: so it's, I guess it's probably a, a health inquiry and then a fraud inquiry as well that maybe they're considering. I haven't looked into it in detail, but uh, that's great. If, if he's actually uh, doing that and <laughs> it's a race to prosecute fauci at this point if he succeeds first great i support that uh did i read that one uh yeah so i'm up next hockey fanatic how could republicans say trump was unfairly criticized when he was attacking world leaders on twitter almost every day yet when joe biden walks off the stage the wrong way or misspeaks they criticize him more for that
3: how can republicans say trump was unfairly criticized
0: uh, oh, they, people are saying really that understand. Trump was treated unfairly by the media, but also when Joe Biden like uh, sniffs the wrong girl or falls down the stairs that 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 is also harshly criticized.
3: Uh By the left,
0: I think by the by the right in this case,
3: I guess I don't understand the question.
0: Well, let me try to phrase it another way. If, if I understand, I think I understand it. So um. People in general, Trump supporters, very uh, protective of Trump from ticky tack criticisms or ticky tack scrutiny about Melania's Christmas decorations or something like that. However, they are also very quick to harshly criticize every Joe Biden gaffe or mistake. Is Joe Biden similarly treated unfairly?
3: Well, I think that the reason that the critiques are levied are entirely different. Like Joe Biden is um, not control in control of his faculties, which is suggestive of a much larger problem. It's like a blind person driving. It's like, this is going to affect every (laughs) aspect of his conduct. Right. Yeah. Um, And it wasn't like that for Trump. So I don't know that this is really the same thing.
0: I, I think that, uh, Well, yeah, I mean, I I would agree that show me the worst of Biden's old man moments and show me anything comparable with Donald Trump. But I know Donald Trump says a lot of off the wall stuff and says a lot of crazy things, but he's coherent. He's mentally present.
3: He has his moments of of old man nonsense, but he's fucking 80. So he's
0: never had a moment like where's Jackie, for example. Yeah. Or. I don't know. I mean, some of the just like the wandering around aimlessly stuff. We don't, we don't see that. Or remember when, like, just a couple, a few weeks ago, Biden appeared to fall asleep in the middle of an interview. Right. Yeah. Those sorts of things. To be completely honest, like, yeah, am I, am I probably overly critical of Biden sometimes? Like, maybe some of these gaffes are not quite as consequential as, as maybe they're played out to be, maybe not, but, uh, the, the worst of them, I think are on levels far beyond anything Trump ever showed. Yeah. Plus a lot of them are just funny. And that's, there's a truth to that too. Um, That's true. Thanks for the question. Ninja kitty. I think you're up, right?
3: Um, how long until the board of stupid visors pass a resolution to change the name of San Francisco, because it has sis in it. I was thinking San Francisco, but that also has sis
0: in it. Uh, You're going to have to get more creative. Well, good luck. Uh, Maybe they'll just change the name because it's, uh, it's Hispanic cultural appropriation at this point. We can't have Spanish names for things or we have to give it back to the Spaniards. Maybe we'll just do that. They'd probably improve the place. I don't know. Can't make it much worse. Incompetent hand says, Hey guys, uh, To say my mom is red-pilled is like when your dog sits up on the couch and you go, Oh, I think it's a person. (laughs) Okay. Well, I didn't convince her that many want the future to be cricket-paced. She did agree to break with Christmas tradition and go for prime rib. I'm standing by my decision, but I question to what degree I should let the enemy dictate tradition. Anecdotally, what's on the menu this Christmas Eve or day for you guys?
3: We have a standard Thanksgiving dinner on Christmas.
0: That's usually... They're usually pretty similar. But, of course, uh, it is my mom's selection. So, I don't know. But typically... Yeah, it's like it's like turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, some vegetables. Yeah. Pretty traditional stuff. So, I, I hope and expect it'll be the same. Although, one thing I like so much is my mom's cherry pie. It's the best. And uh, she made... A bunch over Thanksgiving, I, I couldn't eat it all. And it's like, I don't want to take all this and eat all this pie. Because God knows I don't want pie ass. <laughs> so I told my mom, freeze it, save it. I'll come back at Christmas and eat it then. So I'm sacrificing okay. fresh pie this year. It'll be Thanksgiving frozen leftover cherry pie. I bet pie. that'll
3: be delicious.
0: It, you know, uh, of all, like food that keeps well, pie keeps surprisingly well. You I can, believe it. Yeah, believe you it. can freeze it and reheat it. And it's pretty close. It's not as great as it is. Fresh, but it's not it's not far off
4: <sighs>
0: i'm I'm not sure I follow the the question entirely here though uh, you red pilled your mom by getting her to change Christmas tradition
3: no uh he's red pilled her, but she's not like where he wants her to be red pilling wise uh-huh but He's saying like, okay, the the Christmas thing was an anecdote. Um he's saying to what degree should we let people that aren't red pill dictate our uh American traditions, I assume.
0: Oh. Uh I don't know that you should I don't know that strictly speaking you should let really anybody dictate tradition for you outside of, you know, your your, your family. Your yeah, I mean your your god, your family, those important things, not necessarily like political leaders or like you know people uh, the celebrities or something like that that those people should have zero uh influence on on what your Christmas or other holiday traditions are um and if they're I know that enemy here is sort of used loosely but your enemy should never dictate your tradition if you have nothing in common with that person and they're even if you mean that with a little exaggeration like you're not yeah. fighting them but you oppose everything about them, then of course you shouldn't uh, do or listen to what they say about how a particular holiday should be celebrated. Maybe I'm missing the point of the question here in compliment. So if I, <laughs> if I butchered it, feel free to clarify and we'll circle back to it.
3: Yeah, I, I agree with that answer.
0: Okay. Uh, that's all for email questions. Thank you guys. Appreciate you a ready. Light
3: load. I wish I wouldn't have said that. But... <laughs> but here we are all
0: right uh once again if you'd like to send an email question for our consideration you can do that through the contact page of the website matt slash contact look for the call-in show question form and thanks for sending those in tonight we will catch up with our chats and we'll call it a night let's see we left off on uh buddy with an h did we just get one of them because there are two he also said if Blonde really screws up and you get the channel wipes. Yeah, I oh, read Oh, yeah, that he one, did. Yeah. We did get that one. Lurphy. Oh, I, got... I,
3: I missed the first one. No, I read that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we got oh, that.
3: Okay, we got them both.
0: Thanks, buddy. Lurphy, I don't think we got, though. Blonde, you should check out the Starting Strength Method and podcast if you're getting into lifting, particularly if you're looking at strength. Lots, uh, lots of knowledge, but you'll enjoy the politics, too. Okay. Uh, thank you, Lurphy. Let's see. Matt Wilkerson says I have official military documents indicating my loss of hearing ability quote in the vocal range of women and children. It's a real medical condition and also hilarious. Yeah. That's called being a man.
3: So I should let my husband off the hook because most of the time I am just being annoying.
0: Yeah. Did
3: you just act like you couldn't hear me?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. What? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It's an evolutionary development thank you matt
3: sons of bitches
0: mrs are
3: you yuka yuko Takahima yuko Uh, Hama yuko Hama. there we
0: go do montana montana r's is that what that is montana r's montana rs
3: montaners oh
0: montanans do they know how to drive in snow because today i saw three semis in a pile up and eight or nine cars piled up and a handsome guy running uh you could say the last one was dashing in the snow it hey. uh-huh. uh, depends do they have california plates on them do they have texas yeah, plates really. on them what kind of plates they got um y- yeah i mean mo- mostly actually i get annoyed because sometimes people are driving too cautiously but the trick to driving in the snow yes you need to allow yourself uh more stopping distance yes you need to take corners more slowly. All of those things that are obvious. The real trick to driving in the snow is having good tires. And a lot of people just forego that expense. It's not like it's super cheap. So I get it. A good set of tires can, depending on your car could be over a thousand dollars, even for just like a basic sedan, you're going to be getting up that high. If you want a good set of of snow tires and that, of course you can't keep them on in the summer because they'll just melt off your car basically. So, but Anybody who wants to drive in the snow, start with a good set of snow tires, and that will immediately improve the snow handling of whatever car you're driving. Uh, people don't do that, so that's that's my main complaint. But I guess um, the snow has been so heavy this November and December, and the stretch of interstate between Bozeman and Belgrade out here, like that 10 miles, which is very close to where I live, that was all shut down earlier today, which I don't have to drive on that segment of interstate very much, but uh, so it didn't affect me. But there were something like uh, 12 car crashes within like a half hour. So it must have been Good really Lord. slippery out there. Um, And the, the, yeah, the thing that sucks about the interstate around here, too, there's a big mountain pass east of town and you get weather moving in, you get bad snowstorms this time of year, obviously. But I think the, the big problem, too, is you always have a, on the interstate, you've got big rigs that I think are on a certain schedule. We got to get to this place at this time because the shipment or the shipping right. company requires it. So they just
3: cruise through their
0: haul. I mean, there's so many jackknifed semis on the Bozeman pass commonly. And then, um, even between you and me, uh, what, what's the pass between like Missoula and, and Coeur That gets pretty remember. bad too.
3: Yeah. I drove that once in the snow. It was a nightmare.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of jackknife semis, uh, there too. So, Get good tires. Keep your distance. You'll be fine. Yep. Uh, Thunderstorm says, Hi, everybody. Just helped a lady with a gas can and uh, or that ran out of gas with some money was going to offer her a ride, but she disappeared. Night, everybody. Well, that's <laughs> that's a great story. Thank you for uh, for that. Uh, and thank you for being a good Samaritan. Hopefully great she story. got where she Compelling was going and rich.
3: Yeah. into think... his basement, chained up into his
0: basement. <laughs> Uh, all right. I think we're all set.
3: Wow. We're ending so early before we leave. Did you know that there are still no developments on this Idaho murder?
0: Um, Didn't they? Well, they, they said they're looking for a car. Yeah. So but that, that was like
3: a week ago. Nothing is happening. And I, I thought, honestly, I think this was a serial killer that like came through.
0: I thought one guy said that he or one of the investigators said they found a glove or something like that.
3: Yeah. They can't.
0: But as far they, as like naming a suspect or something.
3: Yes. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, four. Students in Moscow, Idaho were stabbed to death in their sleep, and this is like unheard of out there, and then there are basically no leads, and it it seems to be somebody that didn't know them, and it seems to be random. Two of the girls were from Coeur d'Alene.
0: Well, now they're calling on the FBI to take over the case. It's about
3: time there have been like a million cops traipsing through the apartment, destroying evidence.
0: Well, the FBI looked into it and Trump did it. It turns out. I can't believe (laughs) it. Trump did it. Peter Strzok
3: said that Trump did it. So everything's fine.
0: Uh, The coroner, there's a report in Fox today, a report on Fox about the the coroner weighs in on the toxicology reports. But I haven't seen any information to suggest that. What
3: would that matter?
0: They were out. It's confirmed by video. Right. We already
3: knew they were plastered. It's they like, were out drinking
0: late that night, right? But I don't want
3: to get into this situation where people are like, if they weren't drunk, this wouldn't have happened. But they were year. at
0: home when they were killed. They, were they all home, lived there, yeah. correct? They weren't over, yeah. even over at a friend's house.
3: No, well, two of them were from out of town.
0: Oh, two of them were okay. visiting. Yeah. Okay, but they were the all, guy they, that
3: got killed is one of a set of triplets, and he did not attend um, Idaho State.
0: Okay. Yeah, but we don't. This report, as far as I see, doesn't give any
3: how awful
0: significant new information. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, uh, well, uh, lock your doors at night. I mean, there's there's a crazy person on the loose.
3: I'm sure they've gone through. They're probably in Bozeman. Uh,
0: yeah. We actually do get a lot of um somewhat sketchy traffic, and you do too because you're right on I 90. But there's a lot of sketchy traffic on I 90 between Seattle, Minneapolis. It's As far as drug trafficking and and all that, it's yeah, yeah, you'll you'll get some sketchy characters on the interstate. So but Moscow isn't on the interstate. Moscow is way.
3: It's really weird that this happened. Well, really sad.
0: Perhaps we will circle back on that, too, if any more information comes out. But uh, other than that, uh, there's nothing really to talk about. (laughs) So we will uh, we'll call it an early evening. And uh, thank you guys for your participation in the show this evening. Thanks for your calls. Thanks for your super chats. Thanks for your email questions. Very much appreciated. Uh, We will, of course, be back on Sunday to talk about whatever happens between now and then. If you are looking for more material to listen to or if you want to listen to a part of the show that you may have missed, uh, you can head on over to the website. Look for the podcast page of the website, com slash podcasts. Speaking of, if you're looking for anything show-related, head on over to the website, mattchristensenmedia.com. We'll see you Sunday. Have a great week until then.